Here's the thing that makes life so interesting. The theory of evolution claims only the strong shall survive. Maybe so. Maybe so. But the theory of competition says just because they're the strong doesn't mean they can't get their kicked. That's right. See, what every long shot come from behind underdog will tell you is this. The other guy may in fact be the favorite. The odds may be stacked against you, fair enough. But what the odds don't know is this isn't a math test. This is a completely different kind of test. One where passion has a funny way of trumping logic. So before you step up to the starting line, before the whistle blows and the clock starts ticking, just remember out here, the results don't always add up. No matter what the stats may say, and the experts may think, and the commentators may have predicted, when the race is on, all bets are off. Don't be surprised if somebody decides to flip the script and take a pass on yelling uncle. And then suddenly, as the old saying goes, we got ourselves a game. Seven minutes past the hour. Hello and welcome in to the kickoff hour here on the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba join us in one hour from now. The Good Time Gang. We'll hold the fort down until then. I am Speedy alongside Greg Burgess, Michael Helms, Eddie Van Adler. We are the good time gang here for the kickoff hour. We'll kind of just skim the headlines, maybe uh, stop at some that uh, intrigue us, uh, talk some internal here and because we got a lot of that going on, and, and then just wait for Rick and Bubba to join us for the main show. But thank you so much for being with us. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Right now we're internless. Uh, so it could be some unscreened phone calls, but uh, that is on the table for you today. And as I said, Eddie Van Alley, we thank him for being here. He's got YouTube Live and HD. And over to my right, back and ready and saddled in is Greg Burgess and Michael Helms. What's up, boys? How are y'all? What's up? What's up? <clears throat> what up? What up? Everybody Cleaned out and up? ready to go, friend. Well, Clean the whistle. There you go. I wasn't no big deal. No. I thought it was. I put it off all these years. Yeah. So well, it's you've really been- not. It's nothing to it. Nothing. You've done a good thing, making sure that uh, you're good to go. Colonoscopy was what Greg was out for yesterday. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Nothing, no reason except the fact I'm 55 and never had one. Yeah. So now they tried to, I think they've moved it to 45 hams, Yeah. but it wasn't that way when I was 45. Yeah. So I'm not 10 years late. Right. It was 50 when I ignored it. So, okay. Just saying. Well, I've so ignored it. two years and in. It was 50 as I, when I started ignoring it, and I'm 52, and you have fired me up to schedule mine so i reached Adler's out to my said he's gonna do it anyway even yeah. though he's way underage he didn't care <laughs> he just wants to be a part of the conversation he said <laughs> you know this is one part this is a part of the conversation i, I never really want to be a part of no we don't who at wants all that? who wants that i have so yeah, many questions for you man, um you know there's it can get awkward you know i'm not gonna but once you once you fall asleep just get get to that shot where right, you fall asleep right. once that happens always well oh, next yeah. thing you know you're in the car right yeah really i mean the, 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 i love the anesthesia the, the prepping is not really what <laughs> i, I want to know about that because i i mean that's that's just that I, that's given what and i you wanna, don't need to plan a long trip somewhere if you're, right you know, during all that. here's what i want to know you what i want to know is i've prepped i'm there 
there's this uncomfortable moment in the doctor's office where I'm checking in, and I'm—I oh, yeah. guess I'm in a robe or something. Oh I yeah, you're in a robe. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I'm—it's time. And they wheel I'm, you and, right in, and, and they're I'm, just talking to you, and I'm still away. <laughs> yes, you're still. That's away. what I'm. That's what I'm having a hard time. You gonna with. shoot one good moon, and then they they knock you out. So you see it. Well, I, I didn't know. Oh, uh, so there's not a there's well not there a, is yeah there's a big monitor there but uh-huh. you know that goes back to Case's story he claims yeah. that he, that's the last thing he saw was <laughs> on the monitor and, and I understand that that <laughs> those that are there that's they do this every day they see Heinies yeah. all day long yeah. and wow. I get that but it's just that I'm not sure that, why they picked that that specific uh, medical world right, to go right. into specialty sure. Um, but it just but they happened. did. Well, and we got to have good, them. Good living out. Yeah, we got to have them. Yeah, got to have them. I think it's one of them things that it falls because Dr. Clark and I know and what he does. It just happens to fall under one of the many things he does. Yeah, you uh-huh. know what I'm saying that. Yeah. That's not all you do. Yeah, right. You know, he'll, take, he'll get your gallbladder too. You need that. sure he will. Uh huh. You know. So, yeah. but this is on the table list. Yeah, I'm Liter- sure. literally. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I'll get inside PSA, and then I'm done with it. But I was the guy that oh, but nothing. If you're putting it off because of that, don't do it. Okay. It's easy. Nothing to it. And you did all your stuff, your prep, oh, like you were supposed no to. No big deal. Okay. Uh huh. No big deal. Yeah. Um. I've got to go back to this. So, how long are you awake? And you know that you're really worried about this. Your hiney's out in the open, and and are they talking Minutes. like things like, "Hey, man, love the show. How you doing?" Yeah. And, and, oh, there, yeah. and there's your butt. Sure. Okay. Well, my, right up. Here's the deal: you're wheeled in and you're covered, obviously, and then they get you in position. And then <laughs> what is the position? Well, you're laying on your side. Okay, on your and, uh, okay. I, I think like you're posing for. A I, I, this is what I do remember, and, I, and I'm not making this up. She goes, "How do you like your pillow?" It was real thin. She goes, "You want me to double it?" I said, "Y'all need some of my pillows." And they were like, "Oh, I threw a little of that in there." Okay, mm-hmm. but uh, you thought you'd make everybody laugh? Yeah, well, I thought. Yeah. Were they behind the mask? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shut up. Uh, but then, right at the end, I mean, just it, when you're really fixed to be embarrassed, you're asleep. Okay. So that's what I need. Just, not, I, I mean, now they out. may have a different method where you're going. They may expose you as you're coming down the hall. I no, don't know. Please don't. <laughs> but, please don't. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then you wake up. At, oh, what what about – so, so afterwards when it's over – is there? Do you go eat right afterwards? How long? Did yes, you, I did. I was starving. And so when you started taking all the concoction and everything, you can't eat no, at you all. Can't eat. So when did you start that up on Sunday? When did you start drinking that Miralax and Gatorade? <clears throat> I got a tip. It said on the paper three o'clock, but um, Lisa's cousin, who's a nurse that works there, she said you need to back it up. Just a oh, few really? hours. Go Make ahead sure and start. Yeah, it. get everything out. And so you didn't eat because you don't till... want to be that guy that when you put you on the table, you go, "Hang on, I got to get up." No, I, please don't let that happen to me. So you're like 18 hey, hours, nine. 20 hours without eating? Yeah. I, I oh quit eating God. Saturday night about 7.30. Okay, that was my question. So you it, it wasn't like you had to wait. You start stop eating at 12 Sunday. You you could go ahead and have dinner just like you normally would for wait, any other. Wait, you said Saturday. Saturday. Oh, Saturday. Sunday, you can, you can only drink clear liquids and like eat Jello and All day? Broth. So... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, broth and stuff. So what popsicles, did, just jello. liquids. So, so did you wow. have all that? Yeah, yeah. Sunday, what'd you have? <laughs> I need to know exactly. You know, he's not going to order anything by himself. He's going to do your playbook well, through no, this entire no, thing. This know, is like going to a restaurant with I him. I just drank a lot of coffee. <laughs> well, you can drink do- black coffee. <laughs> well, my doctor's going to send me somewhere else. <laughs> Look, he scheduled this the day you were doing uh, yours. He's going. Well, and now was, he's going to write down every single thing that you had to eat. Yeah. <laughs> every well, that, time in which you had you the Gatorade and Miralax. Well, that was the plan. Is, yeah, is, yeah, I, yeah. Hey, hey, I'm going to get I you mean, through it. You've been to lunch with him. 
Um, no, I've got I, the doctor is going to send me to one, and I know. What do you get, order, Greg? I'll get a I'll get a sheet. <laughs> I get one that, thing of chicken, but broth. I need to know. I had me a little chicken broth, mm-hmm. and the rest was like Jello, and well, I didn't even eat Jello. I drank a pot of coffee. Well, not a pot, but a lot <laughs> no early uh-huh. that morning uh-huh. because you can have black coffee. Uh-huh. Oh, that's good. And then just really nothing. Okay, watched like, a lot of TV, didn't you? How hungry were yeah. you? Class Action Park, watch that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're a little behind. Look, we've already that. covered that, but did y'all see that in Oxford yesterday? Yes. Yes. That? Anyway, um, I was looking at the TV, mm-hmm. but I watched Class Class Action Park documentary. I mean, mm-hmm. like I said, we've already talked about it, so there's no sense yeah, going into yeah. it, but I'm just going to tell you something. That ain't nothing but the 80s in a nutshell. Right. That's what I loved about it. Mm-hmm. Hey, anything goes. We're having a good time. Oh, somebody broke their leg. Hey, mm-hmm. don't let that stop the party. Mm-hmm. Loved it. So you were you were watching that while Sunday while you were yeah. laid up. Yeah, you need to stay close to the bathroom. Right, <laughs> real close. <laughs> mm-hmm. When did all that start? Like how how quick? Oh, within an hour. Really? Of mm-hmm. now, here's the deal: you take like this Dulcolax, and then, yeah. then a couple hours later, you start drinking all that junk. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you did good. You followed all the instructions. Oh, yeah. did, was it a run to the bathroom or just kind of nah. a walk? Like, oh, I feel something. I was in control. Okay. Now, you may not have that kind of control. I, was in control. I don't know. <laughs> you may not have in control. Right. right. Got it. In Got that it. department. Right. I don't know. Uh-huh. And, and what time of, of uh, yesterday morning did you have this procedure done? Like seven, eight? Something? I had to be there at six. Okay. And they were probably about seven. And what did you eat afterwards? What was your choice? Uh, Jack's biscuit and hash rounds. Mm. <laughs> that goes through you pretty quick? Nah. Okay. So Listen, after it's over, out, yeah. So after it's over, it's it's game on. Yeah. Back to normal. Yeah. Right. Glad you're back, buddy. Me too. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. For YouTubers, we're playing Rat, uh, Lay It Down. And all this reminds me of is high school. That's it. I mean, uh, you know, know, when you hear music, especially from uh, long ago, it brings you back to that time. And uh, this is it. I'm in Bobo's uh, Jeep, and we're headed to school. Loving it. Top down. Huh? Got my red mullet going. You don't think I, I remember had the it rant, going run? Uh huh. It's Friday morning. I saw him in concert a couple times. Hey, it's Friday morning. Wearing our jerseys to, to, to oh, school. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to get fired up. <laughs> yeah. It's that time um, of year. Yeah, it is. It it's is. Friday night. Uh, we have senior off. night. Can you believe? Uh, and we've talked about. Well, let's this. go ahead and get that out of the way. Then. Our youngest. Y'all gonna go ahead and get a game one? <laughs> yeah. I, and I've seen smart the, by the way. I especially see what's going on. I That's see a lot a of. Point. They did it last year, and I see a lot of high schools doing it. They they do it early, and and um. And so this this Friday night uh, is senior night at Helena High School where our youngest plays football. And, um, of course, Terry's volunteered us to hang the senior banners. Uh, and so I've got to do oh, that great. this week. Uh, I bet you love that. And, Thanks, uh, honey. You yeah. hope there's not a lot of seniors. <laughs> right. I think there's – I don't know how many there are. But um, I, I got a sneak peek of, of uh, Reese's senior uh, uh, banner. Yeah. And I don't know what he was thinking. 
uh, have no idea, <laughs> and I hadn't, I hadn't even sent this to Adler, and I'm just bringing it up. Uh, this was not planned, Ad. I'm sorry. Uh, but I was sent this yesterday by a friend of mine who works with a company that made the banners, uh, and he said, "This is look, please look at Reese Wilburn. And, you know, you're supposed to have, like, this mean look, you know, like, hey, I'm a football player. He is just a grinning, and he's holding a football, and I'm sending it over to Adler. Uh, and he's holding a football like he's a running back when he's a lineman. He's he's just a funny little kid, but he it, it, it really like it really this fake scowl. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's something That's to that. To me. But but him, I mean, this is him. He's always <laughs> right. smiling. How about and, me? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, so we'll be hanging those banners uh, this week, and then Friday night it'll be senior night. So we'll we'll have that. I cannot believe we have a senior. That's our youngest. Yeah. And, that? I don't know why the other two. You know, hey, dealing with it. This the, the youngest being a senior. We're having, we're having, you know, hey, the baby's, the baby's. The nest is about empty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. The boy is it, though. Mm. So we got that going on. Yesterday, I, Greg, I had, while you were having uh, your uh, colonoscopy. Okay, buddy. We can, um, we can I had a full skin check. I noticed you got uh, a couple oh, Band-Aids over there. Yeah, I said, I, see, I got to go. I done pushed my <sighs> They back. popped you, didn't they? Yeah, they did. I'm in trouble. Well, they always You've do. been like three they times since I've been. Yeah. Uh, they, we were we were kind of drafting together because remember we both had to go get the see to the me yeah, honestly I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest about something to me what you went through yesterday is more demoralizing than what he went through because he at least was put out yes yeah, right you're right yeah. there's only a split second like you're standing there in your undies and they're just popping you with you then know. they start looking between your toes they do yeah and everywhere else yeah. and, and you then think, you got and that, you think man I should have cut my toe now yeah <laughs> and then you got that third udder they always concerned yeah, about well, out of no me. I, did they freeze it off it, just. Uh, hang on. Try nip. Good night. I feel like I'm getting punched in the corner. <laughs> uh, so, so I, it started off with spots on my uh, stop, spots on my head. Right? They're always, yeah. you know, oh, oh yeah. let me freeze that. Let me freeze this. Freeze, freeze, freeze. Do they give you any kind of warning, like, hey, I'm gonna, all right, I got one. I'm gonna hit. And that, I already know, being a veteran, I already know what they're gonna hit because uh, you can, okay. feel, I mean, you, you can, can tell. I mean, yeah, it's okay. your skin. You can feel where right. they're gonna, you know, right that. Yeah. See. And if you let that go, Greg, it starts digging in and rooting so in. So when you went in, you were like, you don't oh, they're definitely going to get this. Mm-hmm. And they're definitely going to – okay. Right. And see, the, there's there's the the blue light uh, yeah. option, the PDT deal. Where you, a little more intensive. You know, it? you can sit under the blue light, and we've talked about that. Yeah. It's like, you know, 10, 10 in bed times 10, and it basically takes that all the all those – That uh, layer. That layer yeah. off, and that's always an option. But I've I've realized that – the method is have them freeze it off and then that heal and then do the PDT. If you really okay. want to, I mean, take care of you. Oh boy. Yeah. Let me tell you. So I knew going in, Hey, this is going to be an issue. And so they went to popping, uh, freezing, I should say. Yeah, and, yeah. uh, and so I've got, I've got you, it's not really showing up today, but just wait for the rest of the week. It's going to look like a cat got a hold of me. I'm going to be swelling up all over the plate, like little, little, you know, uh, marks, I guess, where they, they froze it off, and it heals quickly. But there was a couple that they said, oh, we're cutting this. We're making sure. And one of them here is on my cheekbone. Um, and uh, so, and then there was this, you know, because you got, you got to lay there, and they, they really, oh, I mean. They, Analyzing they, your body is yeah, what they're doing. Yeah, and, you know, um, they're, they're, you know, we even had a song, Try Nip from Mississippi. Yeah, is, which is know, a good one. Yeah, it is. Uh, it was a snappy little team. It was. Went a little it, something like this. Right, and we had to examine that a little bit. Um, told her it was a birthmark. She was really. She goes. It looks like a nip. Third brisket. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and and so uh, oh, there was some convincing. There was some convincing there. He's got you know? three cans. 
Yeah, because well, you know, because uh, you know, you know, you got to have your mask three on, pack. right? So I've got my Let mask. Let us see on. it. No, no, okay, I'm not doing that. Um, I kind of want to see it. <laughs> I've never seen it before. I kind of want to see it. <laughs> well, you can't see it. I mean, it's it's bare. I mean, Can it's I barely it? there. You had Can to be you the one. That, it? You had to be the one that told you. <laughs> like, something's wrong with you. I wanted today. to see that reaction. <laughs> well, I mean. You got something going on, buddy? Take a sharpie and mark it. Yes, circle it. You had to have brought this to the show because no way anybody got that close to see it, right? Yeah, yeah. This was all way back. For all you I mean, Rick and Bubba it. veterans, it's it's this is a yeah. old story. But did you just one day go, man, I think I got it? It was a really good song, and Bubba has it, I think he said, in his, his safe okay. at home uh, on Dad or something like that. I can't Dang, remember. Wow. But, um, uh, yeah, try it for Mississippi. Uh, and it was just an uncomfortable discussion. And, you know, she had some helpers in there and some people that were shadowing her. And to see them looking like, what's that? What? Well, I think why one of the reasons it's uncomfortable, hey, you're in your underwear. Right, and it's got that. They got that paper cloth that they say throw over you, and the thing won't stay like tight like a blanket, and so it's it just the the little bit like if the air conditioner comes on, it's it flies, it's really it flies up. It really, and Hems is right. You're yeah. awake during that, and they're wonderful. They're so nice and so kind. Because again, I have to put in my mind they do this every day. You're just another body to them. You know, this is just more skin for them. I've said this before. This is a world I've neglected. Yeah. Yeah, see, but I don't see, need look, to play look, around. Look, with look right it. here, they pop here, here on my hand, right here, all up in my arms and stuff. And so, what's that feel like when they're popping it? I feel good, like a bee stinging you. Okay, well, mm-hmm. that's good. Thank you for that. Yeah, um, but I mean, you know, you that's sit not there, gonna get me right in there, there to do it. You just sit there and take it. <laughs> um, but then when they go, oh no, we're gonna get that one. Oh, we got to get this one. Then then comes the, the little deadening needle shot, and yeah. then they just they scrape it off, and you got to like wear that. a band aid for like a week. So I, you know, which I won't do. Yeah. You know, what do you, what do you give that? Twenty four. <laughs> 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 Let me get a bandaid on this nip. She's like, oh, what's uh, it, what's this? I hadn't seen that before. Um, it's a <clears throat> birthmark. So you no, missed it that. Looks, that looks like a. Hey, is this an udder? Is this a trident? Wait a minute. <laughs> we may have a third nip. <laughs> hey, y'all, come here and look at this. <laughs> yeah, before you know it, there's like yeah. ten people with masks y'all ever on seen looking. One of these? <laughs> Where's the magnifying glass? Let me get in there. Um. So uh, anyway, there was that was that extremely uncomfortable moment. They should have froze it all. Yeah. Then we quit talking. Y'all about feel it. this? Come here and feel this. <laughs> it's hotter. Right. And my butt's not getting any sun. Rick I don't know why we look at Rick it. And it. Twenty-five minutes until top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning into the kickoff hour. Rick and Bubba join us right after top of the hour. Welcome in. Uh, as we roll on back, we are uh, pleased to announce that the entire Good Time Gang is here today, and looking forward to Rick and Bubba joining us for the main show. Uh, and we have discussed a number of different things. Um, you know, Greg was out uh, getting his deal done, and I had a full body uh, check yesterday. And l- let me recommend everybody needs to do that. You you put it off, and and I know I get that. 
and uh, and I was joking because um, you know I was telling Reese because Reese was like, you know, Dad, you you do this every six months, you know, and for me and my skin uh, tone and the fact yeah, that I'm you know too. I'm bald and all that, it's like going to the dentist every six months. You just get your skin checked every six months, and uh, sometimes they just they 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 freeze one or two little spots, oh, yeah. and then some days uh, you go and there's a little bit more. Uh, and it's weird that some things pop up where it gets no sun at all. And you really, I told Reese this, I said, son, you, you, you know, it, when you're 52, you pay for what you did in your twenties, mm-hmm. you know, getting sunburned all the time on your back and, sure. and all that. Uh, and there's his, I think there's a shot of his senior picture there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, that, that's going to be on the banner. Uh, thank you. Ed. Um, so I was going over that with him yesterday, uh, cause I was telling Terry, you know, I can't remember the last time I just had my shirt off, off in the sun doing something, but they found two spots on my back that they had to, you know, I know it's sent, they got to send off and I'm like, well, keeps man, I haven't been getting any sun. What's up with that? Um, so, uh, a lot to talk about, uh, here today, Greg, I've got a story that you're going to love. Absolutely love when I, and when I saw this, I was like, this is so Greg. I mean, um, let me set it up this way. So, you know, up in Tennessee, and I, it's actually where, um, uh, I think it's Clay Travis, where his kids go to school. It falls into that school district. There is um, a lady uh, there that is the Tennessee, um, let's see here, she's, the form, she's now former Tennessee vaccine chief. She claimed about a month ago that she received a muzzle in the mail from Amazon to her state office from an anonymous individual prior to her being terminated. Okay. And this is, this is well, going she, back a she month. She was fired for her. Well, uh, she is a former top vaccine official who was fired last month after sharing a memo on a state law permitting kids to get vaccinated without parental consent. She was uh, caught by the government ordering a dog muzzle to her office and claiming it was sent as a threat. So she claimed originally that she received a dog muzzle in the mail to her office as a threat to, hey, you need to shut up. Well, what fi- what they find out, though, is that on her credit card statement, she's the one she that ordered the dog We've muzzle. We've seen and a, sent a, it to a Jesse Smollett deal. Mm-hmm. What we got yeah, that's it. That's it. A well, new details emerged. more often than we. Yeah. Uh, can the, apparently, the, uh, there was an investigation by the State Department of Safety and Homeland Security. Uh, and through a subpoena, officials realized the item in question was purchased with a credit card uh, that has her name she on not the think credit that card. They would check that. <laughs> I don't know. Well, this Isn't moron deserved to be fired. I bet she wasn't a very good vaccine chief or whatever yeah. you call it. The result She's it, that stupid. in the investigation that, that the purchase from both Amazon uh, accounts were charged to the same American Express card in the name of her. And so investigators realized that, wait a minute, this whole story about somebody sent me a dog muzzle to shut me up and I'm, you know, look at me, I'm standing up, I'm brave, I've got this to say. No, no, actually, you just sent it yourself. Uh, you ordered I mean, it and sent it to yourself. First of all, somebody sent me a dog muzzle and wanted me to shut up, it wouldn't, I wouldn't really be scared by it. Right. Two, again, and it falls under the Munchausen um, umbrella right, here. Right. This goes on more than than you think, by the way, because right. people love to be a victim in today's world. So, what better way to be a victim than send yourself a dog muzzle? Oh, and don't forget you're losing your job, so you're going for sympathy. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. good. Oh, but by the way, if you're going to do that, maybe maybe not use your credit card. <laughs> Probably not. Because when they're investigating 
who sent it to you since you claim that you're scared, they're yeah. going to look and say, well, I'll tell you the first place we're going to check and see what they paid for it with. You know, you, you and bring, that never went off in their mind that, that they may they may see my name on you it. You know, that's kind of – you kind of tilt your head. That's and, first and place. You, yeah. I'm not an investigator, but I believe that's step one. Pretty easy investigation, wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Y'all, let's get let's get her let's, let's get her see. statements. Oh wow, here it is right here. Dog mm. muzzle sent right to. Oh wow, it's got her name on the credit card. Guys, mm. you, she sent it to herself. It's a, mm. I, anyway, I, I, I just I saw that story and I'm like, this is so Greg. Yep, so Greg. It doesn't, it it's their does. punishment should have to she should have to wear it for a week. That, that would be great. Maybe yeah. she has to wear the muzzle and pay yeah, back it, any money that was spent investigating. Yeah. Well, now her 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 and her husband, who I think her husband. He probably would like her. I think I think her husband ran for office of, about honesty and transparency and all this oh, okay. kind of stuff. Anyway, oh he, wait a minute, you're telling me there's a politician that's yeah. up there just saying one thing and living another. So you got to be kidding me. They've had to, uh, to like they're moving. They're leaving the state. Of they Tennessee. might as well. They're getting out of there. Dog muzzle. Um, and did y'all see the story where old purple hair for the U.S. So- women's soccer? Uh, it's come out now where she basically was bulling everybody taking names. Rapino. Yeah. Is that how you say her yeah. Name? Was the Hope Solo that was saying yeah. former teammate? Here's the deal. And we've talked about it. Which again, she even refers to this how they quit not playing the national anthem on the teams out there it takes mm. the pressure off of everybody. Yeah. That way, because we've said it before, a lot of these people kneeling are not, they don't really want to, but they feel mm. like they have to. Right. You, you eliminate the national anthem, then you don't put anybody in that position. Yeah. So I say you don't play, don't let the players be out there while it's played. But so now it makes you question out of the roster of those taking a knee, uh, how many of them really felt pressured? Really, that's right. And and hope. I mean, she she basically We've was saying it. she was bullying other teammates to, hey, you need to take a knee. Yeah. Um, anytime that you're, if it, if it comes down to, I'm the well, I'm gonna be the only one that don't do it. You know, I'm gonna look bad. I guarantee you, in the majority of this kneeling situation, I bet you it, there's at least thirty percent that don't want to be down there. Yeah. And I think I'm being probably. I was gonna say you're being generous. Light. Yeah, right. Feel pressure. Yeah. And they're, put it this way: they go, well, I mean, I really don't feel this way, but it ain't that big a deal. I'd rather do this, not have to listen to it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be the outcast. No. But it's just it. But just, I don't doubt it. It just and I saw <clears> where I think I saw a couple of weeks ago where Subway was like, okay, we're we're Some done. Of the franchise. We're, we're, we're done. The, we're the done. Franchise owners are going. Yeah. Look, we're catching blowback. Yeah, because she endorses her. them. Yeah. yeah. And so I think we're going to – some of them were like, hey, we got to cut ties here. We'll see how that plays out. Um, but um, those were two of the stories that I saw yesterday mm-hmm. afternoon that I was like, well, Greg Burgess has I, I, got – These people who make themselves victims, but that's just – I can't wrap my mind around it. But to, but to y'all's point, like, look, we, we're just public school educated kids, right, that mm-hmm. grown up now. And we got enough sense not to mail something to ourselves that we bought with our yeah. own credit card. Yeah, I think you don't have to be uh-huh. a, a criminal mastermind to come up with that. Right. I mean, you, can't you buy dog muzzles, like, in stores locally? I mean, yeah. if you had to. So get a gift card. I mean, heck, put a wig on and go pay cash for it. I'm not telling you what to do. But you, you probably got them in a wig. Well, I mean, you know. But, I mean, I'm not. I mean, how do you trade? You know, you see what I'm saying? You don't use your credit card, I'll tell you that. That's step one. Golly. Insane! Cannot believe that. Mm. But anyway, I just saw that story and I knew that, that one Greg course, Burgess had to weigh in on it. Now, anytime anybody gets something, there's a story about somebody getting yeah. something like that. Yeah. I automatically go, they probably did it herself. Yeah, you know that kind of was the commentary on that. It was mm-hmm. like, okay, if this looks so like, if this looks just so clean and and so obvious that yeah. we ha- we have to look into this, we got to. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. 866-WE-BE-BIG. 
is our number. Uh, a lot of other stories, of course, a, a number of them about Afghanistan and uh, COVID-19. That's going good. Yeah, it looks good. Uh, and Rick and Bubba will join us at the top of the hour. I know they have a lot of breakdown on that. It got so bad, you see, where Obama had to turn off notifications uh, for his social media. People were commenting so much on it yesterday. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Mr. Allen, I, I hope you're not too mad at me. I was running a little bit late this morning, and I was hoping you wouldn't be too mad with me. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. It is 10 minutes until top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the kickoff hour. Everybody back here. Greg uh, was off yesterday, back today, so everyone... Is settled in for the good time gang here, giving you the kickoff hour. Rick and Bubba join us for the main show right after the top of the hour commercial break. This portion of the show is brought to you by SSI. Uh, and, you know, we've talked a lot about Bob Carey and SSI and the national sales team. Uh, they uh, do a really an amazing job, and I can't believe that we've been partnering with them for 16 years. It goes back to 2005. That's a long time, boys. Uh, 16 years goes by fast. If you don't think it does, Braden's 16, and it doesn't feel like <laughs> it does it. Uh, but they do an amazing uh, job. And, and if your business, uh, uh, if uh, if you are in the market to go, you know what, we, we need to get a message out there. Let us suggest uh, Rick and Bubba uh, SSI sales team because we um, have a number of different options for you. Of course, we have terrestrial radio, which we love. Uh, we also have, we also have YouTube, Blaze TV feeds. Uh, we've got the twenty four seven tune in app, digital radio channel, all the social media platforms, podcast, online uh, showcasing opportunities at rickandbubba.com. The list goes on and on. So uh, we encourage you to uh, think about us when you want to get that message out. You can call two zero three four three one zero seven nine zero or drop an email to Rick and Bubba. Spell out and Rick and Bubba at syndicatedsolutions dot com. And uh, we just thank them so much. If you want to have a national sales uh, opportunity, that's an option for you. And let us just take this time to to thank all the local affiliates as well and your sales teams uh, in each market. They do a phenomenal job and have a very tough job nowadays, and they do uh, a great job at it. So uh, we thank them for their work uh, here at uh, the Rick and Bubba Show. All right, so a segment left here, uh, and there's a number of things to, to go uh, go through. I know, Helmsy, it's never fun when you have a situation at the house where you've got plumbing, electrical, uh, just handles at the house. <clears throat> now, of course, it's great that you were able to use one call because they do it all yeah. at Stegall. It's having such a good day. One too. call does it all. Um, but I understand you had some plumbing problems. I did. So, mm. I, uh, man, oh, was, have a little backup. Is that, not, is hey, that a loser? Rolling through what I would consider a pretty special Monday. Yeah. Like just getting things done, no carpool duties, kind of having my day. Kind of got Felt I could have something. <laughs> <clears throat> Played some tennis and uh-huh. um, just, you know, came home around, I don't know, Maddie, Maddie comes home about 2.30. And so I just had to be home. I, I, you know, what I'm told on, on Mondays, just be home by 2.30. So I went and hung out with the boys and played some tennis and came home about 2 o'clock, got a shower, everything was fine. And then Braden and Caroline come rolling in about 3.45. They're getting ready to go to, to their tennis stuff. Yeah. And Braden goes, Dad, something's wrong. 
Uh-oh. With a commode. Oh, you never want to hear ah, that. You don't want to hear that. And I said, goodness. Boo. I said, look in the shower. Is it backed up again? We had this problem a couple of weeks ago. So anytime you'd flush the commode in the downstairs, mm. it would overflow. It wouldn't overflow. It would back up into the tub. And I thought, well, Buddy. they fixed it. And so I, I thought, well, you know what this means? Braden said, what? I said, got to call Stegall. <laughs> And so I called Better him. Call. Called him immediately. I thought, you know hey, what? Doug. Should I should I wait till tomorrow? You know, it's yeah, getting late. It's right. getting late in the day. They don't want to hear from me, and we got other bathrooms we can use. You know, right. whatever. Right. Of course, it's a mess down there. I mean, it looks good. Yeah. And <laughs> and so I call them, and they're like, "Hey, we're, we've actually got somebody pretty close. We'll run. They'll run by. That's great soon. to hear, isn't it? Hey, within fifteen minutes, they were at the house. Wow, which like is crazy. Waiting on you. So Jason, love Jason. Uh, hey, Jason, Jason gets after it, and and he uh, he shows up and he gets he gets to going through it, and he's like, "Hey, here's your here's not your issue. You're not gonna believe." Ugh. They start they start when they start pulling roots roots are not through good. your commode line. Oh no! Um, and, and now how old how old is your house? House is people, built in 1974. Okay, so it's an old one. Yeah, and. Um, he said, the, the good news is, yeah. Yeah. he said, first of all, these pipes are horrible. Mm-hmm. Okay. He said, this is, and nothing you did. It's just, you know, you're, yeah. you're, it's an Time. old house. Time. Right. He said, so, you know, what I can do, he said, I'm going to clean it out so that y'all can continue to, to use it and you'll get back to normal. Thank he said, you. but I'm also going to look, um, outside. He said, I ran, he said, I'm going to run the camera through this. He said, I think we've got, mm. I think there's a bigger issue past the house, and we'll we'll try to figure that out. So they're just they were my goodness they left the house last night at eight forty five. You got to come back today and and do a little. Uh, he was you know he's like hey do you want me to put that commode back and I'm like <laughs> look if you want to wait till tomorrow right. like I know you guys must be exhausted yeah and and what that meant was me selfishly going <laughs> I'm done I'm done for the day I'm ready Daddy <laughs> right. needs to go to bed yeah but I could tell they were willing to give me a lifeline there because they were re- they were done with it too it's right. like somebody just agreed to this yes. You went from and, uh, playing tennis with the boys to, hey, I'm I'm, I'm here just, with I got I'm, plumbing problems. I'm waiting on plumbers, <laughs> um, and so and it was not a, when they have that machine. You know they have that thing they pull in on wheels and, and they get in there and it just cranks and cranks and it's digging out whatever it is. And uh, when you see roots hanging off mm. of it from a good healthy tree, you know it's not good. So so, um, so, so I guess the plan now you got to go out at. F- further than the roots and and put all new stuff so he had to try to fit well he had to try to figure out okay is it where's the the blockage is what's going on Mm. and so um anyway he uh yes that now ultimately that's an expensive job sure we're trying to we're trying to stay away from that um but hey but if there's roots in that means there's there's a break somewhere there's a crack yeah the roots are in there yep yeah yep (laughs) how about that yep about You're that, right, Speedy. How about that, Mr. Helms? Uh, huh? So come back today. We'll get the commode and uh, all that back in place and, and and usable, and then we'll address the bigger issues. Yeah. I don't know uh, what you call it, uh, but that little thing, uh, that you, it's like yeah. a little snake camera or whatever. I love they the camera. They ran that camera in there, yeah. and they got that monitor. It's uh-huh. pretty amazing Kinda what like they can see. they used on me. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. It's the same right. thing they used on you, girl. Dirty pipe, um, <laughs> both dirty pipes. No roots. Hey, it'll really show you. It'll really tell you what's in there. Yes. It's like wow, so that's yeah. in there. Pretty fascinating. There was one moment <laughs> where I was the problem. going, hey, 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 pull that back a little bit. What was that? 
Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you get in. He's like, I want to show you something real quick. And that turns into, hey, run that right. Whoa, run that whoa. back down there. What was that now? <laughs> What's that? Uh, what is that deal? Oh, there's another route. I don't know. There's so. your problem. When would they go, hey, there's your problem right there. Yeah. Expensive issue. We'll, yeah. uh, We'll have to. Well, we're going to have to go on out about fifteen feet from the house and uh, dig it up. When they were when they were pipe, following pipe. pipe into the woods last night at the back of the house near the power line, I thought, "What is going on?" Hey, hey stop! Are you serious? And, yeah. That far? Well, they're trying to figure out is this is this the uh, is this on you? He said, first of all, the 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 pipes themselves that are that are mine that are mm-hmm. on my property are there are some issues there that they think they can fix yeah, be. Okay. but there's there may be the break that we're talking about and some of these roots may actually be in the main jefferson county sewer line or whatever mm. so they're trying to game plan it and figure all that out i don't i don't Boy. know i don't know enough about it and of course it was eight forty-five, and i was halfway yeah. listening so <laughs> i mean you just want it over i was like <laughs> <laughs> maddie came in there at like eight fifty-two, and she was like are they just now leaving? And I oh, said, yes, wow. sweetie, they are. They sure uh, are. They've been working hard. They've been getting after it. She goes, my goodness. So Yeah, well, at least Braden was, was, had heads up enough to say, Dad, we got a problem. Shows you me know, some growth and maturity with him because he would have, in the past, he would have just did what he needed to do and flushed it and moved on. Right. Prior, and prior to being mess. 16, yeah. he, he would, it would have gone on for weeks. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then, hey, anybody know about it? Yeah. yeah. I saw it last week. Yeah. You know. So at least he's maturing a little bit just by having a birthday. I, I love him. Well, good. I'm so glad. Yeah, that, that was our. Yeah. I did. I really thought I could have something, and you that did. was my mistake. You did, and uh, won't let that happen anymore. <laughs> you know, you do. You'll have three or four day run, and then you think that's uh-huh. really good, and you yeah. think, okay, I'm living large, things are well, <laughs> and then you just get slammed, and you're like, well, try to tell you, mm. the other shoe always drops. That's it. Always. Always. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Rick and Bubba join us for another edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. We thank you for supporting the kickoff hours. We get things rolling for the guys. Don't go anywhere. And don't forget, rickandbubba.com, our website. Everything Rick and Bubba is there. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick Six minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us. A brand new hour has begun. And we got a lot to do. We got to unpack another one. And look forward to talking to you too at 866 We Be Big. But here comes our national anthem. can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rocket's red That our flag was still there. 
star-spangled banner yet wave o'er the land of the free and the It is eight minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us. Much to do going forward. Speedy and the real Greg Burgess is back from the butt hut. Uh, he's back. Uh, Adler also here. Helmsy. They've given you a kickoff hour along the Rick and Bubba Radio Network, the podcast archives, the TuneIn app, uh, live and archived on our YouTube channel. Uh, we're all here, and we're ready to unpack another one, and that will include speaking with you, which kind of fires us up, uh, finding out what's on your mind today. Uh, will of Need is in play. That could happen on the program today, paying attention to that. Look right there. There's the pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama. He's got number 12 on his jersey, but he's number one in your heart. Most of you know him best as a silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice. Professional lunch eaters, man of the year. The inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the kind's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussy! How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere. Welcome in to Rick and Bubba. So saying, love is like oxygen. And ballroom blitz. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and this is three. I mean. Oh, no, don't leave are, little Willie out. Little Willie. Willie, Willie, I think we ought to have sweet and bed music here for the first two hours. It'll be sweet bed music, and it'll be sweet to hear sweet. <laughs> yes, it will. And that's what A box he, it I, you know what? I, I really don't feel like. And, and maybe it's just me that they get enough credit. <laughs> Why did we play that? <laughs> No, we played that. That's, in a, that's a great song. We played that in Mystique yeah. and Silent Rain. Didn't we? That and Ballroom Bliss. And but yeah, well, you know, our, that, our Ballroom Bliss was good. Yeah, it was pretty good. And it was on the jukebox at our local Pizza Hut. Was it really? Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Used to love to hear it. Oh yeah, yeah. Now Willie, Little Willie was nothing but AM radio to me. Yeah, that's right. Little Willie. 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 I remember hearing that. I remember hearing that with three on the column. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
Love is like oxygen was the uh, the later one. Uh, seemed like it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Seemed like I was more normal. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I didn't know like what the show was. Was it, it? It it preceded the show, but not by a whole lot. Yeah, and I remember hearing um, when I heard Ballroom Blitz. I didn't know what to do with that. Mm-hmm. That that was the oddest song. I didn't know what yeah. to do with that. But you, you that loved was another skating rings first time. Can I tell you what you have that. to be careful of when you get into the world of? Because I, you know, I I, I enjoy. What do we know about that band? I don't know. Not, not a lot. But, but what, what, they were kind of a glam kind oh, of thing. Oh, they influenced a lot of people. Yeah. So <laughs> I was um, – but I, I, I love to try, which be careful because a lot of times, you know, we went through an era, a lot of songwriters were you know, using psychedelics, you know, and things oh, of that nature. Yeah, yeah. But, but if you try to go in, I love to try to figure out what the song means. Now, <laughs> I, now, I, now I have discovered because of modern-day technology – you can pretty much find out what any song means now, but but the problem is either they're messing with us or they're just being straight up. A lot of times you'll find out they don't mean anything. Yeah. And, yeah. And that and that drives me crazy. Yeah. I mean, I can't stand can I tell you one that, that, that keeps coming back that he says it doesn't mean anything. Hotel California. No. Leave on. <laughs> leave that on. is a strange song. Because I've always wanted because he talks about which did happen. You know, New York Times, some guy wrote an op ed in I think sixty six saying God is dead. He took on the thing and said, look, if, if the way things are, God may not be around anymore. And then Time Magazine put on the cover, right. God is dead. And they unpacked all these the- theologians that started a, what if what if God doesn't live forever and he really existed, but now he's gone. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's in the song. So I thought, well, and then, of course, he names his child Jesus because he likes the name. I thought, well, this has got some great spiritual some kind of, you know, yeah. pro- pro- right. definitely not biblically accurate. But I go there, and Bernie Taupin, who wrote it, he was like, no, nah, I just – and then he puts a guy's name in there that nobody knows yeah. who the name is. Alvin Tossinger held the sun today. Yeah, what was that? Well, if you look, the guy who wrote the op-ed first, Is God Dead, his last name was similar. Oh, okay. So I think he saw that headline and then just started kind of, you know, doing psychedelics and writing something. And he said, honestly, this is not a story that really means anything. It's just a bunch of – it's just, it's just stuff that I threw together that um, was kind of weird, you know. And sw- I was like, "Well, thanks for that. I've been on, I've been on a journey of to nothing." <laughs> yeah, that's a yeah. odd one. Sweet is still performing, by the way, Rick. They no, they are dates, not. No, they are and, not. And you need to catch a look at them. Good, not which I, means there's like one member that was. I was about to say they looked. He odd. probably wasn't an original member. They all looked odd when they were in, in their prime. Uh, yeah. They referred to <clears> themselves <throat> as glam titans. Yeah, glam. Yeah. I knew the glam was in there because they had yeah. all the, you know, the, the yeah. wild. Colors oh, yeah. and uh, wild hair and yeah. makeup and all this kind of stuff. So uh, that's yeah. them now. Yes. Oh okay. my god. Like like oh my god. Well, a lot of them I can tell aren't original because they're too young. Right. Those two. The, I don't know. Some of them look the like they've been around hair. long enough to be I, original. I think the guy with the long weird hair has got to be the only one. Yeah. I I'm remember. Guessing. I remember him by the way. And when I'm you see guessing. pictures and stuff of him. But I mean, that, I, I just don't know that much about them compared to other pretty talented bands that bunch. we used to to hear a lot. Yeah, pretty yeah. talented bunch. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so anyway, they well, have a history a section of, here on their website. So, yeah. we'll, a lot of yeah. famous people re- refer to them as influences. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's. A, I, I used to get them in Slade. Slade. They come out of the same same. Weren't they bit. in the same world? Yes. Yeah. yeah so that's kind of like Slade. I I did too. I did too. Did, didn't, know, didn't really know what I was dealing with. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what? Didn't they have a record come out like later during our yeah, time? Yeah, they did. Did you, know, did you know? Did you know the original name of the band was Sweet Shop, later shortened to The Sweet, and then just Sweet? Huh? I knew they were The Sweet at one time. You did. I not. didn't know. 
we're going to, you need to be worried about your colonoscopy. <laughs> 15 minutes past, we'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Show coming to you live from the EIB building in downtown New York City. Now, Rick and Bubba. My dreams are getting so strange. I'd like to tell you everything I see. What do you say, buddy? Heads up for those of you that uh, if you ever find yourself in the middle of a ballroom blitz, put your back up against the wall. <laughs> All right, you know, we uh, we used to eat lunch with somebody that would not uh, sit down unless their back was up against the wall. Well, see, that's somebody's been through one. <laughs> that's right. Uh, Rick, who did who did a cover version of that? Well, there were several. Uh, the girl on the, Wayne's World, Crocus, yeah. Crocus, Crocus, is Crocus what I'm did one, and then that that, that uh, Crocus woman on. Uh, I'm out of the loop on Crocus. Oh, that was an '80s Swedish metal. Band. That, that sounds like some, that sounds like something off Star Trek. Yeah, you don't remember screaming in the night? The no. Crocus are coming <laughs> you in. Don't remember screaming <laughs> in the night? Saw, uh, saw. How about Midnight Maniac? <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, I played it a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> saw them open for Def Leppard at the Battle. Mm-hmm. How about that? I remember the ch- stage presence made me question myself. All right, so um, yeah, that sounds like something that invaded the Federation yeah. in Star Trek. <laughs> I'm sure, the Crotus are coming. Midnight Maniac. Uh, Midnight Maniac was excellent. It was, <laughs> we played that, didn't we? Cover yeah, that? yeah, we played it. What were we thinking? All right, so all right, uh, Greg, welcome back. Greg's back. Greg is back. Yeah, Greg's Col- back. Took Col- a little break. Took a little nap. Uh, colonoscopy went fine. Yeah, we we just gonna keep talking about it. Yeah. Well, you know what? We might as well as a public service announcement. I did that earlier, and I'm not going to be that guy. But I was one that put that off because I thought, well, that's that don't sound very pleasant, and it's not pleasant, but it's easy. You yeah. tried to tell me that yeah, when the, you had your, you said, "Greg, well, you're making a big deal." Now, out if of you it. if you there's there's some socially awkward moments, well, but yeah, there, really, there's nothing that's painful. Most or, medical yeah, situations yeah, are. Yeah. Weird. When when the last thing you hear is pull your knees up and you feel that air blow across your your bare rear end. Yeah, I'd like them to put me to sleep just a little quicker. Just a yeah. little. Yeah. But yeah. but but you know what? And then next thing you know, everybody's like, Mr. Burgess. It's Mr. that Burgess. fast. Yeah. It's that quick. I was, I was getting my knees good and comfortable. Next thing I know, I'm in a room. Everybody's going, hey, you good? Mr. Burgess, you good? Mr. Burgess. Yeah. And, uh, and, and like normal, they didn't see anything that concerned them, but they still send stuff off. Yeah. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. So and, and, and I was disappointed you didn't get big wind. 
Well, you had some win, but not like that. Well, I, so you, you, you're talking oh, about win, Rick, like a, I, Rick, it ain't over. We, we got like a a San, over. Rick was talking about Santa Ana. No, we got mm-hmm. we. Gosh, I bet we weren't three miles away from that hospital, and I and I, I sat down on a on a foghorn, and I mean, <laughs> and, 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 and Sherry even looked at me and said, "My guy said that was awesome." <laughs> yeah. and, I mean, I think I could have like played just the the, the uh, like the intro of a song. Uh, but, it, <laughs> but, but I do. Well, you know, they blow a lot of air. If you could do "Mary Had a Little Lamb," oh I'm yeah, uh-huh. yeah. They, you know, they're talking to you, as you, as you like you say. You, you're ready. Hey, go ahead and get me to sleep now. The oh, room's yeah. cold, and real cold. Get me in a weird position. I'm ready to go out. And I have, and I, and I realize what's happening. I have, I'm pantsless, even though you have a gown on me. I know y'all set up for some for some access back. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and Dr. Clark with the good one. He told me he said, "Relax, we're gonna get this all behind us." <laughs> okay, that's a good one. That was a good one. Well, I, listen, th- those people that work in that particular oh, part of the medical right. industry oh. have some of the best jokes I've ever heard. <laughs> well, I told you. You know, we 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 knew some that used to work there, and they would oh. they would tell us all kind of crazy things. Oh, my favorite one was that and I forget his Wanted name. Wanted to be a dentist. Yes, but he didn't, he didn't want to deal with bad breath. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that was a good one. That's good. But, well, and nothing to do with that. Just your general and in, in, uh, internal doctor is our, you know, family doctor. Uh, back then, we used to check the prostate in the old fashioned way. Hey, now, and I and I was doing the man. I really hate this. And he finally just gave me a moment of clarity. He goes, "You think this is a party for me? Mm-hmm. That's true. How would you like to be in my position on this? <laughs> I mean, hey, and I, Rick, it's going to be over for you, and you're out of here. <laughs> right. I got about five yeah. more people. Coming I, in. I got a whole, I got a whole waiting room full of rear ends out there." <laughs> Uh, so uh, uh. I, I got a back, I got a pack of gloves over here. <laughs> so, but it went good. Yeah, it went good. It was odd though. It's odd. It's though. odd. Yeah. yeah. But staff was really helpful at the Oxford Surgery Center, and uh, it, it went it went great. How does it, is it weird to you though, especially if you're in a position where everybody kind of knows the show? And they're, ta- and they're talking to you about the show when that yeah. wind blows across. Oh, across the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, hey, I'm exposed right now. Catch me when I'm dressed and I mean, when you're willing me out. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. My knees are under my chest. Talking about willing wanted just feels wrong right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did throw you in. Ask me about that later. I did throw in a, a kind of one little quick sponsor shout out. They were, and I, I promise that they were trying to get my pillow right. And you know how them old flat pillows. Oh, I told them they need to use my pillows. Oh yeah, and they, they said, yeah, them really. Then they go ask me, are they really? You know, I said, yeah, I love my. They absolutely. Mm-hmm. And right now they're the best price I've ever been. Uh, well, Today, uh, you know, when I, the last time I was in getting a procedure done, they said, "Would well, you want to listen to the show?" I'm like, "No, no, that's <laughs> the last no, no, no. thing." That's the last thing. I, I, well, I do that. that. Yeah, let, yeah. let me hear me the sound and of these. Me and Jesus are talking a lot. I don't need any distractions. And again, like I said, that wasn't nothing. You tried to tell me wasn't nothing. I thought you were setting me up. No, no, Greg, ain't nothing to do that. I didn't even think the prep was that bad. It wasn't. But again, it wasn't. I'm a Burgess night, and I went. I sat down and got me a good documentary to watch. Not far from the bathroom, but it wasn't. I was never like running down the hall or anything. <laughs> I thought, well, I, I thought well, if you're close, you don't have to. Run. And it's pretty effortless, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. Well, you saw mine texty. Yeah. But but the uh, <laughs> Eric, I got to watch it, and we're not going to go into it because we've already covered it. But I finally watched Class Action Park. Oh my God! <laughs> was, was that not just the epitome of the 1980s? I couldn't believe it. Is that not great? <laughs> a theme What's park? the name of it? Class Act. There was a theme, the theme park, park called Action Park up in New Jersey, and people kept getting hurt and killed and everything, <laughs> but it didn't matter. The owner. He faked his insurance. He's supposed to have insurance. He made up an insurance company. He faked it. When people would sue him, he'd take them all the way to court, and not settle. Yeah. And the few that beat him, he just refused to pay them. Right. 
But and he would make up all these like that loop there. He designed that himself. And there was no safety. Well, what was the name of it? Class Action Parts. What they started Class calling action. it. It's it called Action Parts. Do you remember the teeth at the top of the loop? We talked about it. would be stuck. Yeah, in I, I remember us yeah. doing a, a story. I didn't teeth, know there was y'all. a documentary. Oh, they, you got to watch it. Oh, oh yeah, you they, got to watch it. A, you won't believe the things you'll see in here. They had a bar area set up with <laughs> taps, and they'd have Oktoberfest and stuff like that. And they said every day around four or five o'clock all the people would go down there and start drinking well then they get through drinking they go get on the go-karts and here they'd go yeah, i mean yeah. nobody yeah. and the lifeguards were just kids and they were having a ball right. they, they yeah, weren't right. watching half the time yeah. it, it was it was 1980s just wrapped up in one big package <laughs> it was Wide it up. was just anything goes and they had that <laughs> you know the, well, how about this one thing we weren't fearful in those times no we weren't afraid either right yeah. Rick, people were on the the Alpine incline. You know, they had one of them at Gatlinburg. You know, you get on that little concrete track. Well, the only problem was they wouldn't do maintenance on their stuff, so the brakes wouldn't work. So people were flying off in the woods and, <laughs> and getting all skinned up. Killed one guy. It was what you know. Right. Well, that's a downer. But it is. But just to watch people dive in on top of each other. Oh, great! Yeah. It was when, unbelievable. When people were coming out of that flume and just crashing <laughs> into people. The water was so cold because it was spring fed in that and people would land in the water and they couldn't move. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. Well, the thing got me was how but people didn't it's like they loved it. Oh, they did. It was like a battle scar if you got all skin up. <laughs> so, But anyway, I watched that while and during the old cleansing. Yeah. yeah. So, Close to the restroom. Yeah. Like I said, it, for me, it was just the 80s. Oh, it was perfect. Yeah. We'll be back. Bottom of the hour, 866-WE-BE-BIG. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Five minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show, we're back. Cook's Pest Control and Centricon teaming up to be the unbeatable force uh, to stop termites from coming into your property. But Cook's Pest Control also is the best in the business for the month-to-month uh, maintenance of your property when it comes to pest control, uh, and uh, we use them, and you should as well. Uh, go to cookspest.com. They will give you a no-obligation, free, and very thorough inspection and evaluation of the home, the business, the property, uh, and then they'll tell you about the steps they think we need to make, uh, and then you decide if you want to use them or not. But I will tell you this, um, we use them, and they're great. So put them to work for you no matter what the situation is involving pest control or termite protection. Cook's Pest dot com right now or you can go to rickandbubba.com you'll find them there under the sponsors button and you can sing with us looky 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 here comes cookie cooks pass gotcha all right where did he go where did he go, we go? Did he go? he's hiding in the basement does anybody know basement joe basement uh. joe President Biden uh, now uh, trying to speak, uh, and uh, we have all kinds of uh, uh, clips that we will update you on. Uh, and uh, this this deal in Afghanistan is just uh, yeah. Well, he came out to address the nation yesterday. Right. He came back from Camp David, and 
I guess we want to see the video of him saying it himself. Yeah, so we'll we'll start with these and roll through them. Bubba, I thought yesterday you were a little soft on the president. Yeah. Uh, Isn't that but, funny? Uh, Isn't that funny? Yeah, we're going to read that email a little later. <laughs> it was today. hilarious. All right, so here we go. Here, Here's Biden uh, standing squarely behind his decision in Afghanistan. Here we go. I stand squarely behind my decision. After 20 years, I've learned the hard way that there was never a good time to withdraw U.S. forces. That's why we're still there. We were clear-eyed about the risks. We planned for every contingency, but I always promised the American people that I would be straight with you. The truth is, this did unfold more quickly than we had anticipated. So what's happened? Afghanistan political leaders gave up and fled the country. The Afghan military collapsed, sometime without trying to fight. If anything, the developments of the past week reinforced that ending U.S. military involvement in Afghanistan now was the right decision. American troops cannot Mm. and should not be fighting in a war and dying in a war that Afghan forces are not willing to fight for themselves. We spent over a trillion dollars. We trained and equipped an Afghan military force of some 300,000 strong. I stand squarely. All right, so so then it, then he talks about that, that what happened. He tells us what, what happened, the collapse, they didn't fight, the government fled, but then turns around in the next video Office. and blames Trump for it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and 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 now, and now he's going to blame Trump. Well, he stares squarely behind his decision. Well, he said the buck stops, stops with him, and then blamed everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> even even CNN was pointing that out. So when I came into office, I inherited a deal that President Trump negotiated with the Taliban. Under his agreement, U.S. forces would be out of Afghanistan by May one, twenty twenty one. Stop the tape, please. Can we hold just it a little Adam? over three mm. months after I took it? off? It will be, or is this going to mess up your streaming? Mm-hmm. Um, we all agree we were trying to get the troops out of there. It's not what we were doing. It was the way it was done. Now, what is interesting about this uh, pointing the finger at Trump is Trump had negotiated a deal, but it, 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 ha- it was a goalpost deal. You had to meet certain things for us to withdraw. You do this, we withdraw. You don't do that, we don't leave. It was a it was a, a goalpost deal where you had to meet certain goals. It was contingent on to, certain things right, happening. Contingent, and when Biden went into office on the first day, he's acting like he inherited this deal and it was a bad deal and he couldn't do anything about it. He tore up all kind of Trump deals. Remember when he canceled the pipeline day one? Mm-hmm. He could have got out of this if he wanted to, but it's a, easier to blame now. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Right. I, I couldn't go any further without saying it. U.S. forces had already drawn down during the Trump administration from roughly 15,500 American forces to 2,500 troops in country. And the Taliban was at its strongest militarily since 2001. The choice I had to make as your president was either to follow through on that agreement or be prepared to go back to fighting the Taliban in the middle of the spring fighting season. That's why you don't withdraw. There would have been no ceasefire after May 1. 
There was no agreement protecting our forces after May 1. There was no status quo of stability without American casualties after May 1. There was only a cold reality of either following through on the agreement to withdraw our forces or escalating the conflict and sending thousands more American troops back into combat in Afghanistan, lurching into the third decade of conflict. So it sounds like to me that that even if you're attempting to blame, if withdrawal of our troops, even with contingencies, whatever, was going to lead to this, then you should have been the president that comes in and says, well, what Trump wants to do is not going to work. We, right. we, 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 right. need, we need to stay there. And we, you know, as long as we're there, even down to the 2,000, whatever, apparently that was enough to keep the Taliban at bay. So uh, maybe uh, what Trump was trying to do was wrong. What he basically said is Trump made this agreement. I went through with it, and we both uh, apparently did the wrong thing. Uh, because he could have just come in and says, well, he yeah. changed, like you said, I changed everything else Trump yeah. did. I'm not yeah. going to do this either. I, right. I think you signed 24 executive orders like day one. Yeah. Wasn't that the number something? And anytime he talks about the casualties happening in mm-hmm. Afghanistan, if you look and you go back to February 2020, so over a year ago, well over a year ago, 18 months ago, yeah. one person, one U.S. soldier has died in Afghanistan. In 18 so months. If, if we're talking about casualties, I mean, it's way more dangerous to be a Chicago police officer than it is to be a soldier in Afghanistan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you just look at the numbers. If you just look at the numbers. It's safer to live there than in Chicago <laughs> right, on the right. weekend. If you just look at the numbers. <laughs> well, and, and that's a great point, uh, Adler, but it, it is um, – it, wow. But, you know, I, I know this, and I know that I'm, I'm paying too much attention to this. Look, every president gets up there, maybe with an exception here or there, and they all have a teleprompter, and they're all reading, you know, what their staff – put together and right. they approved of what they're going to say very very few times is it their own words right. uh but they you know they look at it and approve it but i want to tell president biden when you're reading though you don't need your head to move with it yeah you know, he goes i knew that i had to get over here <laughs> right and I, he's like a typewriter and i had no other choice ding. i got and you can just see him leaning in and you know and swaying to his side you, you just think anybody who had been in Washington mm-hmm. in the highest levels of government for over 40 years would have been a little smarter than this. Mm-hmm. But it has to, to ring with everybody. If they're no more smarter on this than they appear to be, what do they know about the economy? What do they know about the southern border? What well, they, they obviously don't know what they're doing there either. What do they know about health care? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, any of that right. you can you can put in. Uh, uh, but, Rick, in the polling and the, uh, everybody studying this, overwhelmingly, people are being critical not of the choice to leave or to end our participation there, but in the manner of which it was carried out that turned into to chaos and is going to get a lot of Afghanis killed, obviously, who helped us out. And overall, uh, Biden was given Fs by independents, by Republicans. You expect that. But at best, Ds and Cs by hardcore Democrats. And over 80% of the American electorate is against what happened. So uh, Joe Biden uh, will show this. He took no questions after the speech. Well, no, he wouldn't. So here's this. He won't take any questions. May God protect our troops, our diplomats, and all brave Americans serving in harm's way. That was the most calculated. But Back no. to Camp David. Let, let me tell you, too, and I, I don't know if you've seen the footage. 
But one of the leaders of the Taliban said that he was in Guantanamo Bay for eight years. <clears throat> and he went on to say later that they released him because he convinced the people at Guantanamo that he was not in the military, he was not part of the Taliban, that he was a shop owner, and that his dad was dying of cancer and he wanted to go home and visit him before he passed away, and they let him out. Now, that's what he says. You're talking about the one dancing in the palace now? Yeah, well, the one, yeah, was sitting at the president's. Right, right. All right, when we come back, uh, we got to hear from Army vet Matt Zeller, who Mm. who, who basically tells Brian Williams, you must have heard a different speech than I did. Mm -hmm. And then you won't believe what uh, Clarissa Ward says outside the embassy. You you won't believe it. No, I saw it. (laughs) You won't believe it. All right, so we'll come back. And we'll hear that, and we'll get to some of your phone calls as well at 866-WE-BE-BIG as we update the disaster uh, that is the withdrawal from Afghanistan. Uh, More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, nine minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIGGER. Thanks for being with us. So uh, we're talking about uh, now the president has done somewhat of a press conference uh, yesterday. Kind of taking responsibility, but then blaming Trump at the same time and blaming blaming the Afghanis. And, but, but he wants us to know he takes full responsibility, sort of. Uh, but now uh, we have a U.S. Army vet, uh, Matt Zeller, uh, on with Brian Williams, and Brian Williams is boy. He's going to tell you, hey, the president took full responsibility, and da 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 da. And and and, uh, and Matt Zeller says you must have heard a different different speech than I did. So here, here it is. So I'm curious to hear your reaction of this consequential speech by the American president. Didn't run from it. He owned it. He owned his decision. He owned the fact that, as he put it, the buck stops with him. I hope he gets to own their deaths too. I, I don't I feel like I watched a different speech than the rest of you guys. I was appalled. There was such a profound, bold faced lie in that speech. The idea that we plan for every contingency. I have been personally trying to tell this administration since it took office. I've been trying to tell our government for years that this was coming. We sent them plan after plan on how to evacuate these people. Nobody listened to us. They didn't plan for the evacuation of our Afghan wartime allies. They're trying to conduct it now at the 11th hour. The thing that they were most concerned about was the optics of a chaotic evacuation. Well, they got exactly what they were most concerned of by failing to do what was right when we could have done it. We had all the people and equipment in place to be able to save these people months ago, and we did nothing. So he said, look, I sent him the plan. He's he's uh, he's co-founder of uh, No One Left Behind. He said, we as military people have been telling them all along, here's how you get everybody out that we need to get out before. And all they want, they were saying, that'll look bad if we're getting people out of there, evacuating people out of there. He goes, well, how, do you look worse than what you, what, you don't, doesn't this look worse than that? Yeah, it looked pretty bad what I saw on TV. Yeah, so outside the embassy, uh, they're chanting death to America. 
Only a CNN reporter, the same one, you know, like MSNBC, <laughs> CNN. You remember when Fauci got busted in his emails yeah. lying to us? Yeah. And, 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 and like, for one point, you thought the reporter wanted to kiss him and, and, and just talked about how wonderful he was. Even right. when we find emails about you, you come out looking good. <laughs> Do you remember that ridiculous yes. interview? Yeah. Well, well, well listen, listen to this, this gem here. Mm. All right, here we go. Mm-mm. They're just chanting death to America, but they seem friendly at the same time. It's utterly bizarre. Oh my God! They're, they're chanting alive. "Death to America," but they seem friendly at the same time. Rick, I think a- "Death as- to America" takes friendly off the table. <laughs> yeah. Now she Just was me. there doing a report three days earlier, and she's dressed in American Western clothing with no headdress. Right. Three days later, she's dressed in the full. Oh yeah. Green you, better, you better be mm-hmm. because yeah. she was told to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now, but just they let, appear to be friendly. They're just screaming death to death America. To America. Death but to they're America. doing it in a, in a and, fun, joyful way. And other yeah. than, than grabbing women and slaughtering people, they seem to be so nice. <laughs> right. Yes. They seem so kind about now, it. Rick, yeah. and Rick, they drug off this woman a minute ago by the head of the hair, but it just seemed nice. Right. <laughs> now, I saw they said we're not turning control over until they say they're going to treat women better. Okay. It's, I'm sorry. Say now, that again? Yeah. yeah. I saw that in the headline. Who's in charge of that? As we give them. Uh, turn it over to right. them. They're going now, just left we, of that. We, I don't know how to break it to you. We're not turning it over to them. They're taking it. Yeah, right. there's exactly. the two shots I was talking about. Yeah. One is three days before. How funny is that? <laughs> well, above, up above Taliban not in control, bottom picture, Taliban now back in control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, just left of that shot on the bottom are, you know, That's how outside, outside businesses they would have, like, uh, female models like, you know, modeling a scarf or, or, you know, shades or something. They were shown painting all, over all that yesterday. Oh, yeah. Well, they, and reports of door-to-door knocking and taking daughters for um, I, fighters' to do, to, wives. Yes, yes, to do whatever you so like. So let me, let me read you term. this. This, was sent, th- th- this was sent to me yesterday. These are missionaries from the U.K., and mm. this is a back and forth between this mom and dad and, and her daughter, okay, or their daughter. Uh, hey, message I received this morning during worship from uh, from a friend of mine. Their parents have been serving as missionaries in Afghanistan for about a decade. They're from the United Kingdom. They're hiding right now for their lives, and here's what they said. The Taliban has entered the city uh, four hours ago. Uh, they, uh, uh, they have led countless people uh, to Jesus, talking about this couple. Most of them now, listen to this thing, are about to meet Jesus because uh, here comes the Taliban. Uh, 30 minutes later, hey, I just FaceTime with my parents. They are hiding, surrounded by gunfire and bombs. Everyone is hiding in their homes. The Taliban, listen to this, are taking women and slaughtering anyone who resists them, and they they have declared they will kill all foreigners and anyone who has worked with the foreigners over the past 20 years, but my mom and dad want me to know they are still full of peace and joy wow. as uh, as they're closing in on them. Mm. That's pretty intense. Mm-hmm. That's a My goodness. But uh, but 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 they're they're actually saying no. They're dragging off women and slaughtering anyone who is with is foreign or or worked with the foreigners over the last twenty years. Now, I want you to think about that. How many people that is? If they decla- now remember remember who gets to declare that you work with the foreigners? That'd be them. Yeah, I, I'm just yeah. curious, and I never really got the answer yesterday. I was looking for when. We were told the Afghani nationals just didn't have the heart to fight, which is obvious now. Mm-hmm. But we'd been getting these reports for years that even when they were fighting alongside the U.S., they would just quit in a gunfight, go sit behind a tree and start eating mm-hmm. in the middle of a gun bite, of a gunfight. Yeah. And that, that should have been a sign to us what was going to happen. But I can't get over the fact that the Taliban doesn't appear to have that problem. No, 
They well, appear to keep their fighters ready to go. Matter of fact, they've kept them somewhat organized for 20 years when they had no land. Right. Here's what I – Can somebody help me with that? Well, I'll go back to this. Afghani people. If you're brave enough to hang on to the bottom of an airplane as it takes off, heck, can't turn you around. stay and fight? Hey, turn yeah. around, turn around, and fight somebody. Uh, I yeah, mean, that it, takes it, a lot of guys. we we gave you a lot of weapons. You had some good stuff. Of course, now it belongs to the Taliban. But but I mean that you had some stuff. If if you think to yourself, you'd been I'm, trained I'm, for twenty years, Rick, by the U.S. military. Of course, we had a guy yesterday saying trade doc, baby. But we had a military guy yesterday saying, mm-hmm. but but we think they were working against us the whole time. A lot of them. Well, why didn't our people on the ground see that, report it to their commanders, and they all come to consensus, this ain't going to work, and take our equipment back and and try something else? Right. Well, as that guy, Zeller, just tried to tell us, we gave them plans of evacuation that would have worked, and they just ignored us because they were worried about optics and – does does anybody hate these optics? The other Mm -hmm. thing, when they keep calling this America's longest war – you know, I, I can't – do we not still have military bases in South Korea to, to keep the North Koreans at bay, which that war never technically ended? No. It never technically was a war. It was a police action the whole time, but a lot of people were shooting at each other. It looked like a war on TV to me. Well – don't we still have military bases in Japan and in Germany? As you said, we've made the we've, – Cuba? We're, we're on record that usually if we get in a skirmish – uh, we usually keep our presence there to be sure that there's no uprising. Uh, and um, I don't know why we think the Middle East is different other than the fact that it's harder maybe and, and, and this was not a, as pleasant to be there. This was a key place to gather intelligence, too. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Radio's Dream Team. Rick Burgess. Bill Bubba Bussey, Calvin Speedy Wilbur, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. Here we go, six minutes past the hour. The gang is all here. Uh, the whole team on the field this hour. Uh, Will of Meats back in play for another hour, so be paying attention for that. That could happen at any time. All right, so as we start this hour, uh, we do have, uh, wow, you, you talk about uh, greatest birthday party ever, uh, but we have uh, an animal update. Oh my goodness! Hey. So uh, we we have you know how sometimes uh, Salt Lake City Kids Zoo you know how they allow you to come in and have birthday parties and they bring out animals and they show it to you and I've done this my kids have done this yeah, before we, we did one at the Birmingham Airport yeah. for my fifty or the zoo. airport yeah. the zoo. <laughs> yeah. I saw that plane take it off. <laughs> <laughs> but that one at the Birmingham right Airport was a great right. one too. You know what? I would love to be at the airport, and watch planes land. <laughs> sure, but, but here, but but we had some pretty. Unless simple, you got legs hanging out yeah. the bottom of the landing gear. Yeah, yeah. we had yeah. some pretty simple rules though. There would be no snakes and nothing dangerous. Right. You know, you had all your little birds and monkeys and fun things. <laughs> yeah, but apparently, um, uh, when this dad uh, did not think about this, Greg, you're, you've got your birthday party planned. You've you've planned this. Everybody's excited. Kids have come from the neighborhood, from the school, from your little league team. Oh, they're all there. there. And this dad is thinking about all of the – because we, we've all been dads when your, 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 your wife is playing some extravagant birthday party, oh, and, and it's just a nightmare. And, and so you're getting – he never he never thinks he's going to have to wrestle an alligator. No, no. He, never, he doesn't think that's going to happen. Right? But, hey, thank goodness he was there. Yep. Uh, here is the, uh, yeah, the, the alligator right. handler 
uh, gets attacked in front of all the kids. So here we go. What, 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 this family is kids. enjoying a birthday party at a local animal entertainment zoo. Suddenly, the alligator attacks. The beast bites down on the trainer's oh, hand, so oh, she jumps into the glass oh, enclosure oh, to oh. get better leverage. Oh, boy. Hey, we got then we the got trouble in here. Then the the trainer underwater. Oh, my goodness. Her Here's the rope. One by one, the kids are taken away. Look, That's when a kid. brave dad, Donnie Wiseman, who was there with his family, leaps in to do what he can. Without hesitation, he gets on top of the alligator and holds it down. Then the female trainer is able to break free and is pulled to safety. What about the dad holding all this time, the hero dad remains in the enclosure and continues his epic battle with the alligator. Then the female trainer returns and tries to help the dad. She tells him to try to sit upright. That's when he finally finds a way to escape. Now he's being dubbed Crocodile Donnie after the famous movie character Crocodile Dundee. And here is the hero today alongside his family. Was there any point when you got in there and you thought, oh boy, I made a mistake here? No, not at all, actually. I didn't really even think about any of that. I was just, I needed him to let go. He was going to take her life if I didn't get in there and get her. The zoo, Scales and Tails in West Valley City, Utah, expressed gratitude to all the civilians involved. These gentlemen could have stayed in the safety zone, as most of us would, but instead jumped into the situation. Boy, wow. those kids almost got to say horrifying. Hey, listen, mm. greatest birthday party ever. <laughs> oh, when they tell it. Greatest mm. birthday party ever. <laughs> Won't forget that one. What, what, what about, about that? Donnie Wiseman? What about this? What about when you, Greg, she's got, now her hand is wrapped, and she returns, and she's just sitting there on the edge talking to you about the alligator that you're laying on. I'm like, hey, man, by the way, where are the zoo people? Did anybody ever get there other than the original? I don't know. I don't that know. happened Donnie pretty Wiseman quick. had to do it all. How's somebody, it, look like Carl got it. How was her arm? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, how was her it, arm? Not good. No, when it rolled her. If you oh have that guy. big of alligators and Uh-oh. animals that dangerous, oh, seems like you'd have a little quicker response team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what, maybe a, a you know if you put him in a glass box like that. Oh my gosh! Look, when he started rolling, her, look oh. that guy said, "Look, I got to help." Yeah, uh, thank goodness they were in the shallows. Hey, hey, mm-hmm. that roll right yeah. there. Look. Good. Not, oh, and my the guy God. in the green's not sure what to do. Yeah, Carl doesn't have any idea. What no, I, and no. I just deemed him Carl. I don't know who right, he is. Right, right. But, not but sure. with Donnie, Donnie's in. What about when Donnie's she gets all free in. and Donnie's still riding the alligator <laughs> and yeah. sloshing him around? What about? Right here. Right. Look, 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 look. <laughs> look, you get her out, and now you're sitting there going, what about yeah. what I? Hey, what about me? Now, what about me? Now, what's my exit strategy? Look, and Carl, Carl, what are you doing, Carl? You don't know about alligators. He, mm. he ain't got, all he did is get the kids out of the way. Right. Yeah, she's leaning in going, all right, here's what you do. Well, did y'all see the kids yeah. staring it down before they moved them <laughs> well, out Well, Greg, that's a little boy. This is the greatest birthday party ever. <laughs> look, they're fighting. Oh, wow. oh my god! Trainer, pretty calm with her hand inside the yeah. mouth of an alligator. Yeah. You know, yeah. well, you can I tell. Wa- watch her countenance change though when he does the roll. Yeah, the roll she changes th- everything. Yeah, well, when he rolls her, watch, watch her face when he when because yeah. the roll changes everything. Because now he's now the alligator's here. Uh oh, boom! Now now, now watch one now, now look at the face. It's a different face now. Yeah, yeah, and it would be. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, it's okay, still now, not panicking at all. No. Now just, I'm looking at the moms and the kids. I'm focusing on different things. I every think time they y'all pulled them it. away. Yeah, yeah, but to see the moms. For a while, right? yeah. I know the mom's face was like, like oh, he was grinning. Now, let me tell you something. The little boy wouldn't leave him. Somebody had to take him away. Yeah. He wouldn't leave him. He was I think there. Green Shirt there is, is grinning at one point when it first starts I happening. I know. It looked like it. Yeah. What's Green Shirt laughing at? What state at? is that? Utah. Uh, Utah. Salt Lake City. Yeah. Mm. I feel like if it had been in 
more in the southeast, it would have been a different approach because that dad would have took his pistol out and shot the alligator. Yeah, amen. You know and said, that would have been the you end. You know what he said, honey, move your head back. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Lean yeah. back. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but you see the instinct. Once that, out, one, once that alligator got her hand, and then all of a sudden he's like, wait a minute, I got something. And yeah. then the alligator the starts yeah, pull her well, in. Props and then, to, then he goes into the, uh, now I must take your life. Is yeah. it Donnie? And they're in an yeah. ankle props deep. Props to him. talking about Crocodile Donnie? Because a lot of times when things like this happen, everybody talks big and bad. Like, yeah. let me tell you what I do. Yeah. But a lot of people just freeze. Yeah. And he jumped Donnie into jumped action. In. He's very yeah. brave. Yeah. Very brave. But, but, I mean, honestly, if you can't get anybody there from the zoo, and, you, and you know, time is of the essence. You know, and, and I know she's in shallow water. Mm-hmm. So the odds of it taking her under, thank goodness that's yeah. not there. But it could have ripped her hand off easy. But easy. even even yeah, if the easy. person's down the hall, that happened within seconds. How about that rolling you know? instinct they have? Oh, I don't like that. Golly! And she mm. was able to roll with it. Thank mm. goodness. Uh, keep keep the eye on. Watch watch number two. Right? Watch she, number two in the, in the jersey. Is she not have been bleeding? He's not going anywhere. Right. Oh man, she he clamped down that finger. Oh, oh, oh boy, look at two. He's loving it. Yeah. Uh, oh, look, look oh, two's man. not leaving. He thinks this is the greatest <laughs> birthday party my mom and yeah. dad have ever done. Look All at the right. guy. Look at the guy. Look look. They're not. He's still there. Look, he's smiling. Two ain't leaving. Two thinks this is the greatest alligator show I have ever seen. <laughs> he, snatched him. he has to be removed. That kid is thinking this is the greatest birthday extravaganza I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah. You know, how, how wow. important was was it that he got the girl turned back upright after it was spinning now, to, I like right, when, right at the beginning because right. it was trying to drown her? Yeah, know? now Donnie's got issues. I like when yeah. Donnie's riding it at the end. Yeah. <laughs> he don't know how to get off. He doesn't. <laughs> what do you do? Yeah. She yeah. tells him the technique. Yeah, I guess she's asking about the blood. That, that if the blood's not in water, you know, she this alligator may be done with this. If you'll just kind of, yeah, because it looks like the alligator's like, well, that was exhausting. Yeah, because Donnie got on me. Mm-hmm. So did she didn't lose any fingers? Or we don't anything? know. We, I, there's, I, there's, there's there's no we need an update. Don't go on it, Donnie. So uh, we don't know. Going it, Donnie. Yeah, I, I I don't know, guys. Uh, I, I do. Donnie know. said, "Get out of my way! I'm coming <laughs> in." But Greg, honestly, in this situation, don't d- doesn't somebody have to do something? I'm just so thankful to finally see a man, yeah, actually I'm do something other than stand around with one finger in his butt and one in his mouth and swapping. Amen. I mean, hey, yeah, because, it'd be hard to make some jumping over that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Hey, it'd be but, real hard. But think about how many times <laughs> we looked around now and there's just grown men standing around oh, doing nothing. I know. For a lot less than I'll get. Yeah. Every man that I knew growing up would have got in there. Oh yeah, yeah. Now today, now nah, not as much. I got to give her credit. Once she got over that panicking role, she she was in pretty good control. You know. Yeah. yeah well, she's a tra- she's a, she's trained at this. Yeah. <laughs> he took her in that role though. I'll say, yeah, hey yeah. now. And let, let me ask you this because they don't let an alligator roll you as part of your training. Do you think she <laughs> was? Not. Do you think she was surprised how how strong it <laughs> yeah. really can roll? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the fact it was flipping around by her wrist. Yeah. Mm. Do you realize? I don't, I don't see any way she doesn't have a broke wrist. Yeah. Me, me either. Right. I mean, he yeah. rolled her. In a shallow water, yeah, which is even harder. Yeah. I mean, he took her and just flipped her body, like just like you would take somebody and just. Yeah, it, it looked like two points for a takedown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, right here, she knows she's got problems, but 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 uh, and and then some and then Donnie screams, "Hey, we got trouble here!" Look at Donnie. And then sure. and then look, then here comes the bro. Ain't right. nothing you can do about that. But Donnie's trying to help. So he's trying <clears> to get her. He's up. Got her. Yep. Well, and what working. and what she's wanting right there. Let me tell you, when you get rolled right there, let me tell you the thing you're thinking. Please don't let this alligator decide to go for a better grip. And look, and she's got her legs. Head. She's got her legs wrapped around the alligator. Yeah, yeah. she's like, "Give me a little help, Donnie." Yeah. Mm. Mm. But but we have no up. Look at her the way her wrist is being held. It's got to be broken. Yeah. I mean, that thing just spun that wrist. Mm. It's got to be broken, don't you think? Uh, yeah. Probably. I mean, she her, her her hand and wrist just can't be okay. Well, look, it says here. It says it. She suffered an injury to her tendon and bone chip, a bone chip, but is recovering. Mm. 
That's something right there. Let me let me speak on behalf of every kid that was there. Greatest birthday party ever. Greatest, <laughs> greatest alligator show ever. ever. One of the listeners said this looks awful familiar to Greg's colonoscopy. <laughs> and by the way, notice the, guy, the alligator. <laughs> and, and really, the guy looks like Speedy. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Everybody, this is Big Kenny of Big and Rich, and you're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. Can I get a key? Oh. 21 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba Show, thanks for being with us today. We'll get to some of your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG, and you can join us now. All 10 lines are available, and we'd love to chat with you. Uh, so if you dial right now, you've been wanting to get in, you'll get in. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Lines are available. O'Reilly Auto Parts, upcoming events. Looking ahead. Coming up this week, I'm excited. And, Bubba, I must ask the question. I was looking at the travel schedule uh, as we go to Cape Girardeau, Missouri. Don't I have to go by and see where Limbaugh's buried? Well, he's in St. Louis. Is he, He's not in Cape Girardeau? Mm-hmm. No, he's from there, but he's, he's right. actually well, never buried mind. in St. Louis. Right. Never mind. We actually nice had a- some listeners to our show that went by his grave and took pictures of I saw of that, Did too. you see that? Yeah, and I yeah. thought that was in Cape Girardeau. No, I was wrong. in St. Louis. I well, okay. Now, well, I might no need be to mistaken, factor- but I believe that is correct. No need to factor that in, then. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, Cape Girardeau, Missouri, coming up this weekend. I Ma- hope you get a chance to meet some of his family. Though. I do, too. Uh, and we'll see if anybody comes. But we have a man church one day. Uh, from the manchurch.com, Rich Wingo and I will both be speaking that morning, Saturday morning, the 21st. Now, on the 20th, uh, Shane and Shane's in concert that Friday night before. Uh, and there's a women's uh, conference that happens after uh, the Man Church one day, later in the afternoon, early evening, at Linwood uh, Church in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. So, we're looking forward to seeing all of you this weekend. If you want tickets to any of that or all of it, uh, just go to rickandbubba.com. Helmsy will be headed out uh, on the 22nd. Uh, that is this coming Sunday, and he'll be doing a man church as Parkview Baptist in Tuscumbia, Alabama. Kicks off the men's discipleship strategy from uh, from themanchurch.com. So go see Helmsy in Tuscumbia uh, coming up. If you listen to us on WLAY up that way, coming up this Sunday night, you'll be, you're welcome to join them. Uh, I'll be uh, going over to my home church, uh, well, part of my home church. Uh, uh, we'll actually be in your town, uh, Speedy, coming yeah. up on the 27th. Uh, we have a man church, Valleydale, and uh, the church at Old Town in Helena are going to be kicking off the men's discipleship strategy. We have the, all of our small groups ready for you to go, uh, so I have a chance to address the men there. We also got a great testimony that you'll love from a former professional golfer, uh, Mac Brunson, pastor of Valleydale. We'll, we'll have a word or two to say. Uh, we'll have praise and worship. We'll have food trucks. We'll have games, uh, all that going on, and you can get your tickets. Only 5 bucks for all that. Uh, by going to rickandbubba.com and look under upcoming events. So make a, make plans to attend any of those that are near you. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. So I saw what you're talking about. I saw a sign out mm-hmm. with you and Mac out there, and you, there was, you know, hey, coming. At least uh, this time August. I knew about it. Well, I thought about that. I laughed, and I said, well, I know he knows about this one, uh, yeah. but every time I see a sign now, I'm like, I wonder if he knows. Well, there was a funny thing with that because <laughs> we've known about this for a while, but in the beginning I was told, Look, let's just do this within the church. No need to promote it to the public because uh-huh. we're trying to get the men of both these churches to plug in because right. there's a partnership between the two churches. 
Uh, and uh, and then all of a sudden, I, someone said, hey, I just saw a poster yep. in Helena and on Valleydale, mm-hmm. which is uh, you know in Birmingham, mm-hmm. over in the Hoover area. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I guess everybody yeah. knows what it needs to know. <laughs> so so anyway, so make a plan, make plans to be with us on any of those. We'd love it. Mike is in the great state of Alabama. Oh my goodness, here's this thing. Oh, you're uh, kidding dog me. Doggone it. See, this is the thing about the kickoff hour when y'all can't take phone calls now. So y'all would have already <laughs> had this worked out. So uh, we're having to reboot this just about every day. Well, I think it's going to take care of itself. Yeah, it is. <laughs> the good news is if it can just limp to the end of the year. Uh, but uh, but we'll, uh, we're rebooting the phones. I'm sorry. I mean, I can see you're on the board, but I can't take your call right now. So so that'll come in. And uh, and remind me to tell you guys in the next segment when we come back or whenever the next time that we kind of go back this, I have to tell you what happened to me yesterday. It was one of those things where you're just thinking to yourself, I, I there, there's these things that are not a big deal, but they hurt so bad. You know, the, the kind of injuries you don't go to the doctor for, anything like that, but they just hurt so bad. Mm. Yeah, I had, I'm familiar I, with I had one of those happen yesterday, I'll tell you about it. Mm. Uh, so I'm sorry, original caller. Uh, we, we lost you in that. So I, I, I'll go to Chip and Selma. Chip, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. Hey, good morning. Uh, I was talking about the uh, photos that you see out of uh, Afghanistan around the airport and around downtown. Overwhelming amount of people you see are of of age of fighting age, I would say, you know, what, I mean, isn't that an army right there? Well, you know, there was an army that supposedly had been trained and uh, had been equipped. Uh, and apparently they did not have the confidence that they could beat the Taliban, even though they had them outnumbered. Uh, some people theorize it's because some of the people that claim to be with us never really were. Uh, they, they fear the Taliban so much that if the U S forces or some allies are not there, uh, they don't think they have. They don't think they can beat them. I, I don't know. Maybe the Taliban is that team that once they walk on the field, you go, "Well, we can't beat them." Well, I think a lot of it too has to do with you know we try to fight in a civilized way. They don't. Right. Uh, if you if you are captured by the U.S., you get to go to Club Fed down in Guantanamo where it's beautiful. Uh, any other time, we'd have resorts built there. Mm-hmm. If you're captured by the Taliban, they will burn you alive or hang you. Mm-hmm. So you have a choice to make. Cut Who are you off. more feared of? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I I think that's part of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, civilized war fighting has not done us well uh, all the way back to the Korean conflict. Well, let's just because say- I, you know where it really changed to me. You, you remember at one time, General MacArthur was twelve miles inside China. There was no North Korea, and Harry Truman didn't like it. He thought it disobeyed his orders, and he fired MacArthur for doing that. Then we made a peace arrangement. We backed up to the 38th parallel. And ever since then, we have fought wars like we're uh, gentlemen. And that's not why you fight wars or how you fight them. If you're going to fight them, you need to go for an all-out victory. If you're not, don't go. Just stay to heck. As we said before, you have to break the will of the enemy, uh, their desire to continue to wage war against you. Yeah. You yeah. have to do that. And if you don't, and what I think with you to your point. Or you take away all their toys. You but, break them. But here's what I don't understand. If I have helped the allies, okay, yeah, and the Taliban knows it, and and my my choices are fight to, to the death and try to win, g- let them take me when they cut my head off, burn me, or hang me in front of everybody, or try to hang on the bottom of an airplane. I, I just got to go with fight. Yeah, I mean, I, see, I, mean, I do it, think that, but, but right. think back to the American Revolution. Right. Patrick Henry, give me liberty or give me death. They were going to die in the streets at the hands of the Redcoats than live under the tyranny they had been living under. 
the Afghani people are not to that point. That is correct. They don't. And have I that. don't know how you resolve that issue, uh, but it, I will agree. Although so much of what we heard from the president was ridiculous, there is one good point. How do you get the? If they will not fight and die for their own country, why should we? I do agree with that. Right. Yeah. That 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 is a. And that that's that's kind of a sidebar. Mm-hmm. What I'm upset about is when you have military people saying we told him there was a yes. better way to get yeah. out of there. Right, and he yeah. he completely right. disregarded. Yeah, it. but I agree with you. Look, if the people themselves are not they if they don't want liberty, yeah. then you can't make them want. It. But if we have a military interest that, that keeps our people safer, you got to you got to factor that in too. Yeah, well, no, that's a totally different topic. But then if you get into that mode, then we have to do what do we have to do, and if we won the war, then we do whatever we want. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and keep the place stable. But I, I still can't believe the Taliban are more vicious fighters than the Japanese were in World War II. Just don't don't see. It. We'll take your phone calls again next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, there is no other. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Wake and uh, all it is 35 minutes past Bubba, the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Gonna be Eight six six, we be big is the number. We continue uh, with your phone calls. Uh, Adam, out of the great state of Alabama. Adam, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Thanks for your patience. So you're on the show. Go ahead. Hey, good morning. Hey, buddy. Uh, yes, sir. Out of Afghanistan, I've had multiple deployments to there underneath every presidency we've had since the war actually started off, right? Mm-hmm. And from each presidency, our ROEs changed, which ROEs is our rules of engagement. When we first went in, we, weren't, we were allowed to fight and do everything the way we were trained to do. But then everything drastically started to change. And that's when their army saw that we were training that with everything that we couldn't do if we couldn't do they couldn't do because they would copy everything that we would do and then just with the drastic amount of change that kept going on uh, they just didn't want to any moment because i've seen them literally in a firefight just drop their weapons and leave hmm. and then we're there like where our backup go yeah i, I guess it, it, it i don't know why we take our military and put you guys in unnecessary danger. It makes no sense to me. And and really, it's almost like we're more concerned about optics than we are about winning a war. Yeah, and, and that started yeah. in Vietnam, and we never and we haven't learned since then. Yeah, even in Korea. In Korea, you're right. And, and part of it was left over from World War II. So, but here's the thing. How come the Taliban fighters don't just drop their gun and leave the fight? Well, what's the difference? Well, that, I th- that's what I never understood. Well, I think it goes back to this, like you said, you know, when and, and even as Americans, we seem to be losing this attitude. That Patrick Henry and those guys says, "Give us liberty, or we'll die." Yep. The Taliban says we are so sold out to what we think is right. We are so sold out to uh, the way we think the world should be. But keep in mind, if if I am an Afghan fighter and I'm with the Allies, and, and hear me out, just just. Don't worry about what your belief system may be. That's that's separate, okay? And I'm not even as committed as the Taliban to our faith. 
because that's what it is. The mm-hmm. Taliban says this is the way we think the whole world should be under Sharia law. Mm-hmm. Okay, and let's say that I'm an Afghani doesn't really buy into that. Well, I've already said that I don't really know what my what am I fighting for. Right. So what what is my motivation? Do I hate the Taliban enough to to fight against them, or you know, it, it's like, and then of course, if you're sent there from our country, you you know, you're all, you're all in because you've been told that this is something we got to do, and right. and you you already volunteer, so you already show you're the kind of person that's willing to sacrifice yourself for other people, and um, I just uh, I just think that um, apparently by the reports that we keep getting, they're not as you, you remember this statement. This is a perfect statement. And it, and, it, and it ties into deer hunting. I never will forget the first time an older guy who, it never wasn't my dad, said he didn't hunt in the morning anymore or right. he didn't hunt on sub-zero days. Right. And he said, because I just don't hate him enough anymore. Right, right. Uh, he said, yeah, when I, I was young, that, when I yeah. was younger, I was all in and shooting the deer was it. Not got, that mad at him anymore. Yeah, I'm just not that mad at him yeah. anymore. <laughs> and, and I think the Afghan soldiers, they're not as mad at the Taliban as the Taliban is at everybody else. And uh, and I think that's it. I mean, you can't make somebody be motivated and buy in to what you think they should want. Well, here's you can't here's, make them uh, want it. Well, here's the thing: then you're going to get what you ask for. That's right. So enjoy it. Well, Have then fun. then you get back to I, I hate to say this because it sounds awful, but if this is the attitude, then we should be nonstop going all over the world looking for the next victim, which we can't really do. If your motivation and your military plan is just because you think some people should be treated better. And I know this sounds terrible, okay, Rick. You're true, and yeah, yeah, I've yeah, right. said that too. You're right. not. You're, you just. You don't deserve. Then it. where does it stop? Yeah, yeah. Well, but so There's plenty of those countries, right? So what I'm yeah. saying is, it does. Do the United States of America? Do we need a presence in Afghanistan? Yes or no? And if we do, then we do everything we have to do. We use everything in our arsenal to break the will of anybody to come against us. And we're here, and we're here to stay. Because we want a presence here, and for the benefit of our country and our allies, this place must be stable. And if that's the case, then you stay there long term, and you do whatever you got to do to keep it stable. Now, if it's not important, then leave. Yeah. And uh, and and unfortunately, the Taliban will take these people over. But then you can say, as the president said, and I'm with you, I agree with him. If they don't want to fight against the Taliban, we equipped them and we trained them. And if they don't want to, we can't make them want to. Okay, but. If we need it, then that's different. The similarities to this It can't war, be social work. If it's social work, the military yeah. shouldn't be involved in it. And, and to Vietnam, it's just right. astounding that we have not learned any lessons from that. Uh, let's, uh, let's go to Daniel out of Alabama. Daniel, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Morning, fellas. Great actors. Thank you, sir. Thanks. And, please, and let me put under all this: the way we got out of Afghanistan was completely wrong. Yes, that's right. a different topic. <laughs> Daniel, go ahead. Well, I was wanting to back up y'all's point about keeping a, a base or military presence in in any country where we've had conflict. You know, it, if you're not capable and willing to commit great violence, you know, you're not peaceful. You're harmless. So why would we be looked at as any kind of threat if? We're not willing to go to that extreme. Well, no, you're right. The Taliban just basically adopted what uh, Ho Chi Minh, uh, yeah, Ho Chi, the Viet Cong. I say his name, yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. And, and he said, "Look, they'll kill a thousand of our people, and we'll kill one of their soldiers, but they will tire of it first. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the, the 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 Americans don't have the stomach for this kind of stuff. Not anymore. They've been through two world wars. They just don't have the stomach for it anymore. 
and then they went through the Korean conflict. They just don't have the stomach for it anymore, and they will give up on this before we will, even though they're winning. And and and, and he was right. Uh, and everybody, all of our enemies have adopted that strategy because they know it works. We don't have the stomach to do what we need to do anymore. It was just we just been through it, and we just don't want to do it anymore. And don't think we pay a price for that. Don't think our enemies are not using that as propaganda. Of course they do. Yeah. yeah. All you have to do is give the Americans bad optics, and they'll leave or stop, yeah. or they'll start fighting and, in a way that they don't want to hurt anybody. And yeah. they have an American press that is waiting to show mm-hmm. bleeding heart stories mm-hmm. to discourage the general population if we just give them the right propaganda. We continue. Uh, let's go to uh, Melanie in Chelsea. Melanie, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Good morning, gentlemen. It's your favorite waitress. Hey, Melanie. Hey, Melanie. How, you How are you? <laughs> I'm great, guys. How are y'all? I don't work there anymore. But you don't? Okay. Oh, man. I, I just got a hanger for a meeting three. <laughs> <laughs> I work at a wonderful little hardware store over in English Village. Oh, good. Okay. Don't know if y'all know about it. It used to be in Mount Brook Village, but anyway, y'all need to come see me. Um, I wanted to talk about this COVID shot. Okay, so you get a COVID vaccine, you can still get the the virus. You don't get a COVID vaccine, you're going to get a virus. You wear a mask, you're going to get a virus. You don't wear a mask, you're going to get a virus. I do not want to take this vaccine, y'all. I'm being called an American. I'm lazy. Um, I don't care about my fellow man. Oh really? Um, yeah, that's what, that. That's the new. Yeah. That's the new moralism that you're 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 less moral if you have any kind of a opposition to the vaccine, which is hogwash. And uh, you know, you need to think this out on your own. You need to talk to your medical professionals yeah, and your doctor and get, should be your key point and get this. their feedback. And if you don't think that the shot is something that you want to do, then you shouldn't be made to do it. But Melanie, you, you gotta you gotta look at the big picture. You gotta look at your family situation and people that you want to be around for, and make a wise decision. Yeah, all that's involved. The bottom line, all I'm talking about is nobody should be made to do it no. against their will. Uh, that that's not America, and that's creepy. And none of us like that. Uh, you know, because what's going to happen if something does happen to you that the vaccine or any medical treatment caused? But in this one, there's going to be a, well, you can't come back and be mad at us about that. <laughs> you know, it's a, we, but you forced it on me, and it had a negative impact. I didn't get to make that decision to myself. Well, you know, we had to do what we had to do. Uh, so you're, you, you, you have, you're in kind of a situation that you, you need to be free to make your own choices. And I know some places say, well, you can't work here if you don't do it. And then you have to be willing to say, well, I guess I won't work there. You, but you, know but, but I, you can't, we can't get to a point that the federal government lines us all up in a line and starts firing stuff to us, some pharmaceutical that they created, and on, on on warp speed, they can't. We can't live in that world. Well, they're they're going to try to. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to have and, a, gonna have a tough time and, with that. And one. now w- they're they're going to tell us very very soon that you're going to have to have a booster after that, another yeah. one about eight months down the line. And so look, I'm, and I'm tough. not I'm not anti-vax. I'm no, just I'm, I'm talking I'm talking about liberty and freedom. Yeah. That's all I'm talking That's about. It. And, uh, and you know, that's that's the thing that I said. You know, it, it did say give me liberty or give me death. Y'all did hear that. Yeah. <laughs> and and some people are saying I'm willing to keep my liberty at the 1% shot, a 1% chance that I or someone I love would die. You know, I mean, now this would be different if this was the bubonic plague and, and the death rate was 70% or something like that. People are going, my gosh, if you get it, you're dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it dangerous? Yes. Does it kill people? Yes. Should it be taken serious? Yes. Should people be forced to take a pharmaceutical uh, against their will? No. You need to make a wise decision with your help provider. Yeah. And then be able to, don't be afraid to think for yourself. Right.
And I don't like the fact that people that um, have the same credentials that disagree, we're not allowed to hear the two of them. It's like only some of them are allowed to speak, the others are not. We can't create a narrative and only support one narrative. We need to hear all the information to make that choice for us and our families. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Nine minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866 We Be Big is our number uh, as we make our way back. Um, so, Anonymous, uh, out of the great state of Alabama, Anonymous, go ahead and welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you today? Hey, I'm good. Good morning. I'm a first-time caller. Thank you. Thank you very much. Come on, monkey grass. Sound like you got a good phone (laughs) and you're very perky. Yes. Yes. Um, I was calling about COVID, of course. And so I work for an agency. And if you have received your vaccination and you still get the, the, the virus, you are able to take your leave without having to take your time off without using your actual personal leave. But if you have not gotten the vaccination and you get the virus, you have to take off your quarantine period and use your personal leave. So yeah, well, they're, they're trying to, getting, yeah, they're trying to force you to get the vaccine. They're encouraging you to yeah, get right. the vaccine. Yeah. Even though there's no science that the person who is unvaccinated versus the person who is, is going to get everybody sick at work. Uh, so everybody has to go home and take leave. So, cause even the well, fu- fully vaccinated can pass that's it. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. But Bubba you told know, you what it is. I mean, well, you know what it is. It's, it's punish those who haven't gotten the vaccine and reward those who, who yeah. did, even though both of them got sick. That's exactly. Absolutely. Especially for working mothers, you know, who have to take off with their children. And, you know, that that's just not fair for them because they tend to use leave anyway. Yeah, scientifically. Well, I know, and I I see your argument. You're not going to win that argument. The federal courts are on the side of the employer right now. Yeah, but you're right. The, The science makes no sense because the fully vaccinated person or the unvaccinated person still has to go home because they can infect people at the office. Uh, but they're treating one person who's got it better than the other person who's got it. They're they're, uh, they're basically you know, trying to get around the vaccine passport that that everybody said oh. they were against. So right. so now they've gone to basically every loophole you can get to to, to actually have one. Right. right. Uh, HelloFresh.com, I do want to point you there. Uh, they offer fifty easy to prepare me- menu and market items. Every week, so let's say that you you did get sent home. Let's say you're at the house. Yeah, so you're, you're at the house. Up. You're laid up, and uh, so uh, you can still get delicious meals. And I'm talking about these menu items. They they are so good. I mean, the food is fantastic. Uh, you don't have to hunt down ingredients either. They they send you. Uh, you get a, you get a bag, and inside that bag is everything you need to prepare the meal. But you still prepare it, and and they have all kind of quick lunches. They've got uh, calorie smart stuff if you're trying to do a little bit better. If you just want delicious food that's easy to prepare, if you want to start teaching your kids how to cook the recipe cards are great there's no waste because they send you exactly what you need to do each meal uh, and then you go and pick what you want every week you can stop it whenever you want to you can you can do it for as long as you want for as short as you want uh, it, it, there's up to 14 meals that bub and i are going to get you for free plus uh-huh. for, for, uh, plus some free shipping if you just use the promo code bubba at hellofresh.com that's hellofresh.com also we got a link for you there at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors 
Um, all right, so I was going to tell you this this story yesterday. Hmm. So, so yesterday, I was um, I was going to drop by and I was paying a bill uh, near here in the plaza. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I went into the, the office to pay the bill mm-hmm. and, and there was no one there. Right. So I just went over, which I've done many times and just put the check down with the invoice on the keyboards of the, of the receptionist desk there, which is no problem. That, that happens sometimes. So I went to turn to leave and I, they have this little coffee table and it's really, really low to the ground. I mean, real low. Like I don't, out in front of I don't even know if you could. There, I don't know how anybody would ever use it for anything right. that's so low. Right. Okay? <laughs> and I turned around, and the corner of that thing no. hit me in the shin. Oh, no. And look, and just, took, sweet, the, and just took the skin and folded mm. it back. Oh, oh. Mean, look, and, and, and then at that moment, you know, you're, you're in severe pain. Mm. So as I come out of the place, suddenly somebody I know pulls up and starts talking to me. Hey man, what's going on? Like, and I'm sitting there, and I and I'm just, I'm, I'm, and I start carrying on the conversation, and I start feeling the blood running down my leg. You know that thing where you're like, I, I don't want to look down at it because yeah. I, I don't know how bad it is. Right. And I just carry on the conversation because you don't want to show that mm-hmm. you know you're so stupid you can't turn around without right. hitting a coffee table. Is it bleeding? Oh yes. I mean, it, I can feel it running yeah. down the side of my <laughs> no, ankle into sure. my shoe. Sure. You know, and, and I'm just, and I just, and I just keep that's carrying good. on the conversation. Yeah, well, good. So how are you doing? You did, so did that? Did that work out? Everything better? And the whole time. I'm sitting there and I'm like, how bad is my, how bad is my shin? How bad is my shin? How bad is my shin? <laughs> and, uh, and so, and it, you know, that pain, uh, I don't know that a coffee table or the end of a bed or something hitting you in the shin. If there, there's, there's things in life. It's always a good way to find out. Like we've said before, have I stopped cussing? Yeah. Because this, this will be one of those tests to see if you, if you really have. Right. And, uh, and I did pretty good. I said some things. Um, you know, I don't have the gift of speaking in tongues. Yesterday, I think I was giving it. Oh, really? Because, because I don't know what I was saying. I never heard the language before, and uh, I didn't have an interpreter, so I didn't, you know, try to bring any attention to myself. First <laughs> Corinthians fourteen. But, but anyway, but but I, I was saying some things that I don't even think were words. Because I <laughs> let me ask you this, and you said this before, Bubba. If I say something out of anguish, even if it's not an official cuss word. Yeah, I'm just grabbing some word that doesn't even make sense, but I'm saying it. I'm saying it in the same way. Am I still cussing, Rick? I, I I'm not qualified to answer that, right. and honestly, I don't think I want to know the answer. <laughs> right, right. Hey, man, how you been? Good to see you. Is your family okay? Everybody doing? You so good to see. You. And, uh, and in your mind, you're going. Ah! And and then the thing you think of at that point is because I was going somewhere, and I said, so now I've got to go to the pharmacy uh, to the you know, drugstore because I have to get a band aid. Yeah, I, mean, I can't just go around like this. I don't even know how bad it's bleeding. And uh, and what about when you? I look down. I see just a little little piece of skin, almost like you've you know you ever taken a, a cheese yeah. grater and just oh, pull that skin up, pull flay. that cheese up. Yeah. And I'm like, so then if I pull that back, how deep is it? You know what I mean? I mean, how do bad? Do you put it back down or do you pull oh, it? No. I, I, no, pull, I pull it back down. Yeah, you supposed to pull. It I back put down. it back down. Yeah. And uh, so I go. Then, then you got to go. <laughs> then you go into the drugstore. And have you ever just walked into any of these places that have lots of aisles? And you think to yourself, where are the band aids? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you don't really know where the band aids are. You don't even know where to begin. You know, and you're trying you just to just ask for help. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, band aid. Yeah, yeah. You don't know where the band aid. And so, <laughs> and you know, band aid won't stick if it's bleeding profusely. No, no, you know? no. And, and so yeah. now I'm walking down the aisle, and then what do you think happens? You need some of that flex seal at that yeah. point. Yeah. You can put the paste yeah. on there. So, so then, of course, what happens while I'm looking for band aids? Hey, Rick, how are you doing? Oh, oh. somebody else. Hey, hey, good to see you. Now you may you might not you may not remember me, but let me tell you why. And, and then it's, and I'm sitting on leg bleeding, leg bleeding, lots of blood. 
And, and I keep thinking, will, will the person ever look down and go, oh, my gosh, you need help? Well, why don't well, you just say, hey, I'm bleeding. I've got to get it stopped. You've heard the term, i got to stop the bleeding. I'm in that case. Right Clean now. up, hey, I'll too. I appreciate the update on your family. About, I know this is an odd transition. You know where the Band-Aids are? <laughs> and, uh, and so, and any alcohol wipes. You yeah, got those, you, you, too. Luckily, she actually drew me to where the Band-Aids were, uh, not on okay, purpose. Okay. I looked over, and I saw like one of those athletic wrap things for injuries. I said, it's got to be in here somewhere. So I got a giant Band-Aid. Bleeding. And, 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 uh, uh, thank you so much, blood, blood, bleeding, blood, heart pain. So, yes, uh, so much blood. And, and so so I was able to to get a, a Band-Aid on it, clean it up a little bit, and uh, it, it certainly did, didn't need any stitches or whatever, but it hurt. Oh, It no. peeled so much skin back. Oh. It's so raw. hurts so bad. Did anybody see you hit it? No. The, okay. Well, unless I got a security camera. And if they oh. do, if they do, they've got a great show. Uh, <laughs> top of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It was 1994 and radio was such a bore. Every station that you heard sounded so lame. Then came two good old boys breaking through that static noise. And my radio ain't never been the same. It's a very funny thing how they make us laugh and sing. I'm so glad they proved all of those critics wrong. You got Rick and you got Bubba. Man, there just ain't no other. From Alabama to the world, still going strong. Seven minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, a brand new hour. Thank you for being with us. Uh, Much to do as we go forward, and we want you to be part of it, and we look forward to chatting with you, and we'll continue to do so uh, at uh, that uh, that number that's been around for a while. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Welcome welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. There he is. Rick, glad to be hey. here. Honored and privileged. All right, so little Chris Cuomo uh, has uh, with CNN. Uh, you know, people are saying that he was advising his brother, who now has stepped down as governor of New York uh, in shame. Uh, took us a while to get him to step down. but Well, he says he is, Rick. He's, yep. he's not out yet. Well, that's true. Uh, but uh, CNN's Chris Cuomo uh, wants us to know uh, that uh, that he's certainly in no position that would anyone would ever dare uh, think about him resigning and stepping down. He wants to be sure we understand that. So here he is. But know this. My position has never changed. I never misled anyone about the information I was delivering or not delivering on this program. I never attacked nor encouraged anyone to attack any woman who came forward. I never made calls to the press about my brother's situation. I never influenced or attempted to control CNN's coverage of my family. And as you know, back in May, when I was told to no longer communicate with my brother's aides in any group meetings, I acknowledged it was a mistake. I apologized to my colleagues and I stopped and I meant it. It was a unique situation being a brother to a politician in a scandal and being part of the media. I tried to do the right thing. And I just want you all to know that. 
As I've said, we have rules here at CNN that prevent me from reporting on my brother. They remain in place and will continue to. Tonight, I simply wanted to address something that, given what's happened, I just felt it needed to be said. This will be my final word on it, and I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to do so. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, so he, he it, lays that out. But isn't that reporting on his brother? Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, so he's not going anywhere. No, no. He, he's not going. He's not, well, you know, the, the guy that looks like George on there was first very supportive. Then when he saw that, that Chris may be in trouble, he started being critical of him, and now he's supporting him again. Is he back? Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you got to, you know, you, you're talking about somebody that just goes with the wind. That guy's a, he's oh, a bird. Oh, my buddy. goodness. He but, is a bird. But, but I mean, do you want a news agency that has a commentator that cannot comment on one of the nation's biggest stories? Well, I know. that 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 is the point. The fact when he said the things I say or don't say, that's where you have to circle that because if it is the biggest story in the country and you are hamstrung because you can't report on it, then you're not you're not doing the, the real job. But, look, he's a commentator. He can do what he wants to do. That's true. He's, true. A, he's a commentator. He's not I, a journalist. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't, you know. They may have made too much to begin with. I just think he's, he's a bird like his brother is. Yeah, and, of course, you know, whole family. he wants us to believe he wouldn't do anything to right. help his brother win the position right. he's been given. Right. We right. know that's true. Yeah, well. We know that. We know that in in the world of politics and media and entertainment, that no one no one ever helps each other out. No, mm-hmm. using their influence and their platform. No. Eight six six. We be big. Uh, let's go to John. John, welcome to Rick and Bubba, and thank you for your patience. Go ahead. Hey, good morning. Hey, geez, uh, Pete. I feel, I feel like I was waiting on Joe Biden to make his way to the podium this morning. <laughs> well, you know, it, there's a lot going on on this show. <laughs> Hey, listen, guys, I, I was, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a Marine Corps veteran, Iraq veteran, and the gentleman called earlier was correct uh, about the change in the rules of engagement with each president. And we're the only country that follows the Geneva Convention. They, you know, they, they do, and they can get away with it. They, they get away with it, but they know we can't retaliate. So it's no wonder that you know, the Afghan army and the Iraqi military has failed. But, you know, like, why would we go to a war? Why is Joe Biden not speaking to about that we went to a war that's been going on for a thousand years and think we can solve that in, in 20 years? Uh, John, uh, I'm afraid. Uh, I think it's that deal where it swapped to his Bluetooth. Yeah. in the middle yeah. of the conversation, or it's changed sales. It or got something. to where we could barely yeah. understand you. By the way, thank you for your and, service. And John, right here. here's the thing: like I'm getting uh, emails from people who said, like, if a Black Hawk helicopter is flying by, and it takes fire from somebody on the ground, that they will turn around and the guy who fired at them will throw their gun on the ground and wave at the helicopter because. Once he throws that gun out of his hand, he's unarmed, and he knows they can't shoot at him. That that was like the rules of engagement, which sounds as ridiculous. If you shoot at me, you're you're armed. I don't care what you do with your gun when I swing back around. Well, again, I go back to the beginning. We don't have to violate the Geneva Convention to still win war. No, if you yeah. shoot at me and throw the gun down, that doesn't mean you're unarmed. That just means you quit holding your gun. You just fired at. No, it. I want. I don't ever. Unarmed want, is unarmed. I don't ever want us to lose our humanity. But the problem that we have is we have the ability, from a force standpoint, to make these conflicts quick and decisive, and we don't do it because we're afraid that somebody's going to call us mean. But but then 
what does it accomplish when people are hanging on an airplane as you take off and everybody calls you mean again? Well, I mean, look, just, look at the Kuwaiti War. Go win it or don't do it. Look at the Kuwaiti War. You remember the highway of death. Right. Colin Powell talked President Bush, the first one, into ending the combat operations after footage of the highway of death. That was people trying to get out of um, Kuwait, mm-hmm. and we caught them on the highway retreating, and we mopped them up. I mean, we just killed them left and right. And they thought that looked bad. So we made a decision on optics. We made a decision in, uh, uh, in Korea on optics. We made a decision in Vietnam on optics. So if you're going to fight war on optics, you can't. Look, the way we defeated Japan and Germany is we got meaner than they were. That's the only way you win. As brutal as they were, we were more brutal to win the war, and then we, we called it off. But that's the only way you can do it. What does Pete- it's a sad, sad fact, and and that's why you should avoid war. But when you have to go, you need to go all out and use everything you've got. Young people, write this down. Okay, write this down because no one's going to teach you this. The only thing in the fallen creation, nation versus nation, the only thing that peace follows throughout history is all-out victory. I'm strictly talking about and it's nasty, and and it even and it even applies yep. to the spiritual realm. You know when we're going to have peace everywhere? Mm-hmm. After all-out victory by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yep. And it's going to be all-out victory. It, they, it, and how about this? It will not be a mild skirmish. No. It's going to be decisive, and it's going to be quick, and it's going to be bloody. And then peace will follow that. Uh, let's go to – how about this? The peace in our own lives had to be followed by what? All-out victory and blood. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, again, look at Japan. Mm-hmm. What did it take to get them to surrender? Charlotte and Alabama. Charlotte, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey, Rick. Hey, Charlotte. Um, Bubba, how are y'all? Good. Um, I was actually the lady at Walgreens that didn't notice your leg was bleeding the entire time. <laughs> you know what? You were, you were very nice, and it was a very interesting conversation. Pardon me for being a little distracted because I was bleeding. You are great. I think I was just so excited to see a friendly face that didn't have a mask on, and so I was just sitting there talking, waiting in the line, and then... <laughs> I know you see a million people every day that say, hey, Rick, hey, and I was like, I just wanted to put the connection together of how we knew each other. Yes. Yeah. So you, yeah so you, sorry. You, yeah, it was fine. And and I hope I I hope I gave you uh, the proper balance of, hey, my leg is bleeding, and man, it's so good to see you. Thank you <laughs> for the kind things you said about the show. You never actually said anything about your leg bleeding. All of a sudden, I heard you say, where are the Band-Aids? And I realized, oh, wait. <laughs> it appears he's bleeding. <laughs> Well, I did not see your leg bleeding or hear you say your leg was bleeding. So you were very, very kind not to complain while I was sitting there going on and on about the people you knew in my family. Well, it was great. And thank you very much for that. And you you heard me say, and I think I told you this yesterday, that where you were actually drew me to the band-aids without me knowing it. <laughs> see? There you go. So you were in a good place. The Lord's always working. Thanks, Charlotte. I appreciate he is that. always working. Y'all have a great day. You too. Thanks. Uh, Sharon in Alabama. Sharon, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Uh, this is the first time I've called in, and I've been listening to you as I drive to work for decades. Thank you. But you prompted me to call you this morning. The uh, You know, I've been taught all my life that the Bible tells us it, God understands our utterings. So if you're uttering words you don't understand and don't know when you hurt your leg, maybe he understood <laughs> what you were saying. <laughs> yeah. But I will see, I'll tell you a short little story. When we lived in Louisiana, our preacher came to the, the pulpit one Sunday morning, and he said, I had a, a situation happen this week, and I want to share it with you guys. 
He said, I was working in the yard, and I dropped my tool, and I said, fiddlesticks. He says, my little daughter was out there with me, and she walked over, and she says, Daddy, did you mean to say damn but didn't say it because I was here? He said, and I thought about it for a second, and, and he said, well, honey, I probably did. He said, she looked up at me with those big old innocent blue eyes, and she says, Daddy, God heard you say damn. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd like to think that... that Can you just scream yeah, I'd and not like, say anything? I'd like to say Romans chapter 8. Sometimes the Holy Spirit intervenes and groans that we cannot understand and prays what we ought to be praying. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> How about the cleans it up? <laughs> That's what we're hoping for. Thank you, Sharon. That's funny. Uh, 17 minutes past. 866-WE-BE-BIG. We got more of your phone calls coming up. Uh, we'll go phone trolling right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-two minutes past the hour. It's time for a rough cut phone troll. That means there's no timeouts. It's thirty seconds. That's it. And that's because the phones are kind of. We've got a little bit of a log jam, and we want some of you've been waiting. So I want you to go ahead. Just get your comment ready. Uh, thirty seconds is it. That's king. Buzzer's king now. Meaning there, there's no opportunity for timeout and a rough cut. Okay, so it is a it is a rough cut phone troll. Uh, we start with Landon. Landon, thirty seconds on the rough cut. Go. Hey man, uh, I don't know if y'all just saw it, uh, but Nancy Pelosi yesterday, all her tweets and stuff about uh, you know, they're targeting women and kids, but it, it's not even about that because they they don't care what you are. They're taking out everybody over there. Yeah, I don't really want to hear Nancy Pelosi lecture us on the plight of women in in Afghanistan. Uh, suddenly, she's going to care about that. I, I just, um, uh, it's just, it's just another one of those feel goodism run amok again. Uh, uh, and she, they, they, this is them trying to pivot away from the fact that this thing's a disaster. Uh, let's go to uh, Jane in Alabama. Jane, thirty seconds, go. Hey, uh, did you hear on Tucker last night where? Uh, DHS is now considering anybody that disagrees with COVID restrictions and calling the election fraudulent is now considered a terrorist. I, I did see that where they, they showed in, inside one of the strategic rooms coming up for the 20-year 20, 20 celebration, not celebration, remembering of 9-11, things to look out for, and they had people who are anti-vaxxers on the list. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, ridiculous. It, it is. Let me tell you what we need to do. On the vaccine thing, Let's let's all try to say the truth. There's some whack jobs on the vaccine side, and there's some whack jobs on the anti-vaccine side. And can the rest of us just kind of reason this thing out and and work through it? You know, I know tribalism doesn't allow that, but why don't we all agree we don't want anything to do with whack jobs? People yeah. who who don't want to be vaccinated are not terrorists, okay? And and people who want to be vaccinated and are okay with it are not part of of, of some kind of evil takeover by the government. No, okay, now. Now, we'll see. Uh, it'll all work itself out. Well, Rick, this all goes back to the science, and the medical community cannot get a 100% uh, you know, decision on this. Now, I will say this. If you're a vaccine person, you shouldn't hide information because that displays to the conspiracy. Right. You, you are to let, There are to be open discussions with equally qualified doctors and scientists. On both sides. On both sides. Yeah. And we should not. This only letting, allowing us to hear one side of it. And I'm talking about on both sides. Don't, yes, be, yes. don't be Fox News and only play the people that say it's bad. And don't be CNN and only play the people that think it's great. Right. Uh, why don't we just hear from everybody? Show us the truth. Let us make our own decisions. And look, there's, there's parts of this you have to say we don't know. Long-term effects of COVID 
or long-term effects of the vaccine. Don't know. Hadn't been around long enough. Heard a PhD scientist yesterday that was speaking at, a, at the White Coat Summit, and I think he spoke earlier in the month. You know what he said? In science, we got to stop being afraid to say the word we don't know. Yep. Sometimes we don't know. Yep. And when that's what science starts out not knowing, and we try to find out. Uh, Wayne in Alabama. Wayne, 30 seconds, Wayne. go. Wayne. Yes. yes, sir. On that, where the Black Hawk turns around and, uh, and uh, the fighter drops his weapon, why can't we just shoot the weapon he drops? He's not going to run out of blast radius. And also, on the news media, if, I watch a lot of news media. My favorite is Fox, of course. But why can't the – never mind. Just go to the first question. <laughs> I got two blocked. <laughs> you were doing. You were doing good. You were out of change. You were fine. Chuck, Can I give me another block. Chuck in Cincinnati. Thirty seconds. Chuck, go. Yes, sir, guys. I had a legitimate. You can't have something moment. Okay. Left church. Left VBS. Pulled into Dairy Queen. Looked in the window. A bunch of biggins in there. Had the best blizzard I ever had. Turned on the radio and Freebird was playing as I'm driving down the road. Wow, yeah. you wow. boy, you did have something. I mean, and this bird, bird you cannot huh? change. You cannot change. Yeah, if yeah, I leave yeah, yeah. blizzard, if I leave here, yeah. uh, blizzard machine was working. handed to him like this. Uh, <laughs> I know. Was, was that, that a bit be sharp? I wish one time it would just fall out. I do too. <laughs> Sandra, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Thirty seconds on the rough cut and go. I would like to know what the process would be for setting term limits and salary limits on Congress. There, there's a way to go about it in there, Bubba, but I, I don't know how. Well, I, I think you would have to. Don't they have uh, to vote themselves a term limit? Yeah. You, well, you'd have to have a constitutional amendment to right. change it. But it has been done before. I mean, used to, the vice president was chosen different. And uh, they thought, well, this this ain't really working out good. Uh, we're not getting anything done. So, yeah, you, you could uh, you'd have to change the Constitution, which would mean the sitting Congress people would have to uh, go along with it, which that's good luck. Yeah, voting themselves term limits, nah, yeah. that'd be a tough one. <laughs> Michael and Corner. Michael, 30 seconds, go. Yeah, okay, so me and my aunt, she's very uh, get vaccinated, and I'm very, it's your own uh, opinion. Yeah. I have stage four COPD, so believe it or not, I haven't got vaccinated or not. I have not got vaccinated. Um, also, if they're very, you know, if the government's everybody to get uh, vaccinated, why haven't they mandatory teachers to get vaccinated? Uh, I, I would, I would stand by for that. Well, they, they have a union, and that's probably not going to go real well with the union. Uh, let's go. Yeah, to- your group could be in jeopardy if you uh, if you don't donate enough to their reelection. <laughs> right. It appears that that seems to put a finger on the scale of science. <laughs> Yeah, well, we've you know there, there really is some science being that are, that's going. I, I saw a doctor. Um, it was uh, that uh, it was at that white coat uh, gathering or whatever, and he said, "I think that every single person that has died uh, involving the vaccine at all." He says there are people who have died, and and, and he said, if you, "We don't think it was the vaccine. Why are we not doing autopsies?" He said, "Let's do autopsies on those that have died, and you know I know they're expensive, but aren't they worth it for us? Let's get all the information yeah. we can get." And, uh, and, and find that out way, where those spike proteins went. Yeah, and yeah. also it gives us more confidence going forward, or it also gives us caution where we need it. He said, I just don't understand why we're not just doing science. Uh, bottom of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
everybody. This is Keith Evan, and you're listening to Rick and Bubba. 35 minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba show. Top 10 Lamar standing by. Been a while. Top 10. And, and he's kind of started showing up on a somewhat regular basis. Before we get to him, though, I want to help you save uh, some money on your automobile or homeowner's insurance. Uh, there's no better way than to use this free service, gabby.com slash bubba, G-A-B-I, get a better insurance, dot com slash bubba. They, they don't give you ballpark guesses. They give you side by side 40 different insurance companies they will pull up for you to look at side by side. Uh, and you can see all the big names are they're progressive nationwide travelers. And then you're going to look to them when they set up this comparison for you and you will see, uh, exactly the same coverage that you have for your homeowners and your automobile. And then you will look to them and say, are they giving you a better deal? And if it is a better deal, is it savings big enough that you would say, you know what? I, I think I'm going to switch. Uh, our listeners and viewers are saving on average a thousand dollars a year. Uh, and uh, and it could help you too. Some are saving even more. Go to gabby.com, G-A-B-I.com slash Bubba. Uh, it, there's no obligation. It's free to use. It's simple. Even I can use it. Uh, gabby.com slash Bubba. Also a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. Find out whether or not you're paying too much for your insurance. Uh, Lamar is standing by. Lamar, how are you, buddy? Thank you. So you fired up and ready to What's go? What's up, meat dog? Hey, I got, I got myself a little top ten list here. <laughs> I got me one. So what? What? What is the topic? <laughs> well, first of all, I want to say I'm a big Greg fan. No oh, good. If, you know, but this had to be done. <laughs> it's the top. It's the top ten things overheard during Greg's procedure. Oh no! Top ten things overheard oh, during Greg's procedure. Okay, number ten. That proves that something has crawled up here and died. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Top ten things overheard during Greg's procedure. Number nine. Hey, somebody get me the WD forty. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Number eight. If somebody will pull his head out there, we'll get started. That ain't even further yeah, down. That ain't even further down. Well, that's really good. Top ten things overheard during Greg's procedure. Number seven. Let's go ahead and give Lisa a pedicure while we're here. <laughs> that's good. This is good. <laughs> This is good. All right, number six. That appears to be a golden ticket. (laughs) I'm glad I was asleep during all that. Top ten things overheard during Greg's procedure. What are we at, five? Five. Uh, Number number five. five. I told him a thousand times I'm a dentist. That's that's good. That's a good one. Number four. Can somebody tell me which end is which? He's on. He said it had to be done. He's piling right? had on. To be done. Even it had a to be done. Top ten things overheard during Greg's procedure. Number three. I don't think we got tools here to pull this off. Number two. Wow, what a wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Top ten things overheard during Greg's procedure. Number one. Okay, who wants a selfie? <laughs> well done. Everybody smile. Well done. That a boy Lamar. That a 
way to make it happen. It had to Lamar. be done, Lamar. It had to be done. Out of way to hear from you, Lamar. Out of way to put the ball in play, Lamar. Top ten Lamar. He's been at it for a while, yeah, and, and he's and he's coming back and he's reoccurring a little bit. I like yeah. it. I like his pace right now. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Bubba from the world of Britney well Spears. So tell me, did did we not just? I mean, like a week ago. Didn't Britney say she was going to stay off social media? Yes, because it looked like it was hurting her case. I mean. The whole world was behind her. It looked positive, but she kept making these ridiculous posts yep. that was beginning to to make everybody go. Well, Brittany, maybe you're not right, right? And you don't need to be released. And she from said that she was whatever, but but she's going to just be done with it. We're not going to hear from her. She's yep. going to take a break from it. She just yep. wants her life back. Yeah, about a week. About a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rick, the singer, uh, posted several oh boy. almost naked photographs uh, on Monday. Mm. Uh, she said she wanted to set the record straight on several things. Um, she said that she was, she said that she was taking these pictures uh, naked because that's the way she came into the world. Okay. Well, I mean, we could all say that, Brittany, but we yeah. shouldn't do yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna she, start doing the show next. She did want no. to set the record straight on several rumors that she had had uh, uh, some enhancement work done. She said that was not enhancement; it was caused by food. Uh, and she also said she was not pregnant, which also was a rumor that was out there. Mm. Now, all of this, Rick, after just days after her dad had agreed to step down. Um, and again, I, you know, I don't know that you're helping your case here, Brittany, on this, uh, it, it goes back. It goes back to what we keep saying. And I, but again, you have to be able to talk to a person Mm. who has their faculties and they, they are clearly thinking and say, Now's the time for you to show the world that mm-hmm. your daddy was incorrect, you were correct, and he was mistreating you. This is not the time to show the world that possibly you don't have the ability to take care of your own affairs. Yeah. L- let uh, me give th- you the... Th- this is your turn to show everybody why you should have been given your money and control of your own place or pick your own conservator. L- let me give you the exact quote she had about posing uh, almost naked in this. I bet you're wondering why I would expose my body now. Well, it's because I was born into this world naked. Okay. Outrageous. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. God love her. Yeah. Just, uh, I mean, you got 65 million bucks mm. you're trying to get your hands on, and you just can't keep your clothes on and, t- and, and stay off social media. Uh, Bubba, no. bu- Bubba, it, 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 boy, you talk about something oh, that has man. showed, that showed up in a timely manner yep. for us to, to leave this and go to another, uh, story of interest. Tim Tebow has just been cut from the Jaguars. Well, that's a shocker. What? After all those great blocks he threw this weekend? What great did you see him? I did, Rick. Mm. Mm. I did. He he. he oh, well, I guess our assessment. He, he of pulled his, a couple. We called him Olays. Yeah, Ole. Yeah. We. Uh, I guess our assessment of the film was similar to that of the Jaguar coaching staff. Well, yes. Well, here's what I would say. So, how do you think Urban Meyer felt when he's 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 pulled Tim into this, and now he has to go back and tell him 
not going to make it as a tight end. Well, it goes back to what we just said. I, I can't believe I'm tying these two things together. They couldn't be on further ends of the spectrum with uh, Britney Spears and Tim Tebow. And that is Britney had an opportunity to show everybody why she should get uh, control of her own affairs. Right. Tim Tebow had to show the world that what mm-hmm. Urban Meyer did was not foolish. Yeah, this is quite a time. Yeah, right? that, that he could and, – and when he got yeah. his opportunity to show everybody what he could do, he did not play well enough to justify Urban Meyer's idea. Uh, and that right there is – and then the one – Well, sec- the good news, he didn't hold him. No, and, and the second one, Greg, th- there was another one that Adler found yesterday, Greg, we showed that is – Equally as bad, if yeah, not worse. It was the one behind the offense when the defensive end just basically took him and threw him into the linebacker. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. Greg, it's w- and there was some speculation in the discussion that maybe the linebacker was his assignment. Well, if it was, the defensive end helped him get – here Greg, it is. Greg, here it is. Greg, the, Greg. You, we'll run it back Greg, again. Yeah. He's on the right mm-hmm. end, 85. 80, 85. Yeah, I got him. Watch, watch what 59 does to him here. Mm-hmm. And feel bad for the linebacker who's about to catch Tim in his chest. <laughs> Greg? Goes right around him and makes the tackle. And look at the way he's blocking, like he's dropping his head down. And I mean, that, We wouldn't tell a little leaguer to block like that, Greg. Somebody's look, like, guys, I mean. He's a quarterback, he's not. Right. I got you. By the way, a quarterback all quarterback that, that probably beat teams that several of these guys were on during his four years was it was it McElroy that said that when this all first started that he remembers when they were with the Jets they tried him at tight end he said it was horrible right it was that was was McElroy who said that how about this I'm going to say something I need to correct okay I forever said that Tim Tebow could probably have a a longer career in the NFL if he would just be a fullback H block tight end type player I stand corrected he is not good enough to do that. Yeah. Well, you can't take and decide to do that. At, well, how old is he now? And you've been something? off playing baseball. You've been off being a commentary. Right. If you're going to do that, you need to. You know, maybe if as a rookie, if he would have started right on that, he no. probably could have developed. Well, maybe, maybe you, right. you forget he was a highly ranked uh, draft choice as a yeah, quarterback. First, first round. Yeah. Do y'all do, have you seen the one? I know you don't have that many. Just the guy they brought up yesterday where he thinks he's about to catch a pass. In the back, runs in front of him, catches yeah. it, and keeps on running. Yeah. Gray's doing this. Yeah. And then the guy catches it in front of him. So runs right in front of him, takes how, it right from him. How many how many times now has he been cut? A lot. Mm-hmm. So Denver is a quarterback. Jets. Did Denver Jets cut him or is, trade him? They cut him, right? I think so. The and, Mets uh, is an outfielder. <laughs> well, we're we're just going with football <laughs> teams right yeah. now. Uh, the he, he did the Patriots. Yeah. Remember, he did the Patriots for a while because his he old he OC was there, the one that was at Denver when they drafted him. Mm-hmm. Can I ask a stupid? Now the Jags. Stupid, right? stupid, what four? Mm-hmm. Fourteen. Can I ask a stupid football question? Mm-hmm. I heard somebody. I forget who. And this, so this was not my idea that I, that I came up with. And I understand there would be limited situations in which this would actually be advantageous to do this, but. Putting him on a team behind uh, somebody that's just like a Tom Brady that can sling it, at, you know, sharpshooter. Uh, put him as a backup quarterback and use him as a quote red zone quarterback because then he can he can he can throw those short passes or make those short. I runs. think the Jets that's, tried that. Well, in New England did as well. Or New England did. Yeah. Okay, that's been tried. I think okay. every team he's been with has tried that. Yeah, that, okay. That, gotcha. You're right. That was out yeah. there, but it's been tried and it didn't it didn't go well. He didn't seem to be able to get an end zone any more than just your basic running back. Well, I hate it for him. Yeah. Well, you know. It's, uh, you know, and you know the Jags have already sold a bunch of jerseys. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> now it's a big jersey. He's talking about the whole reason this even happened. <laughs> yeah. If you huh? bought a Tim Tebow jersey, do you keep wearing it even when the Jaguars start their season? Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
Eight minutes now to the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. 866, we be big, and thank you for being with us. We'll get to more of your phone calls before the day is done. Cape Girardeau, Missouri, excited about seeing you this weekend for the Man Church One Day. Uh, and if you would uh, like to get all the information about that, simply go to rickandbubba.com. It'll be there at Linwood Church in beautiful Cape Girardeau, Missouri. Rich Wingo will be joining us. We'll do a little panel, answer some of your questions. It'll be great. And then catch Helmsy on the 22nd. He'll be at Man Church at Parkview Baptist in Tus- Tuscumbia, Alabama. That's all coming up this weekend. Find those details at rickandbubba.com under upcoming events, and hopefully you'll get out, and we'll see you there. All right, so Bubba, I know that you're holding in your hand actual emails uh, from uh, from our audience, better known as an update from the Information Superpilot. These are actual letters from you, the greatest, most powerful, most influential, best-looking listening audience in the world. Have you heard anybody call the internet the information no. superhighway in a while? No, this no, is that's why I like yelling. It's a flashback. Uh, and you can email us by going to rickandbubba.com. Click on contact. All the ways to contact us are there. Bubba has letter number one. Rick, this uh, this is a little sample of what our email's like every day. Mm-hmm. And, and, so y'all can and know. It, and it leaves you scratching your head, and you begin to wonder, is it me? Right. Or, or have I missed something? Uh, first off, dear Bubba, I've been a listener of the show since you two first came to Fort Payne High for a pep rally. Oh, thank you. That was a long time ago. I have listened to Rick and you discuss those who have chosen to take the vaccine as moralist. I've had cancer, and I now have low immunity, so I had to take the vaccine, or I probably wouldn't have survived. I wish, you had the, I, wish I had the natural antibodies and had survived COVID-19, but it wasn't to be. Please stop saying those of us who needed to take the vaccine sound like monsters. Still love y'all. And this comes from Jay in Fort Payne. Unbelievable. And they were. And I I replied to to Jay, and I'll leave it at that. Um, We have never said that. Never. Never. Ever. Never. Ever. What we said, said, there is a new moralism that has started in our country, and some people have defined what new moralism is, and some of them have said that you're more moral if you are uh, willing to take the vaccine uh, uh, and the ones who don't are immoral, that doesn't apply to your situation. That means, yes, that is out there, but that doesn't mean that everybody who takes the vaccine, Greg certainly doesn't agree with that. He's had the vaccine. Uh, I'm just talking about that is there. If there's this thing, you know, we all pick these just, just like the things of, you know, if you if you believe certain things, it's, it's this new moralism. Like if you believe that, you know, love is love and there's all this gender stuff and all that, it, it's, it's high ground more moral to be yeah, like that to than to that say way. you're opposed. And there are some people, like I said, there's whack jobs on both sides of this vaccine, and there's whack jobs on the pro-vaccine side, but, Jay, that doesn't mean you are. Yeah. And, and there's whack and again, jobs on the anti-vaccine. What, what you Why, were gosh. talking about is people who were attacking people who had not had it. Correct. It, 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 not that. That's completely right. opposite yeah. what we said. So, And we've always said, consult your doctor. Yeah. Consult your doctor. Every case is different. You need to have faith in your health care provider. We try to give you the stories that are out there to help educate you so you can make your own decision. And honestly, it is very confusing to most of us. Yes, it is. Very confusing. Rick, as we continue with, uh, as I'm going to say, are you sure you're listening to our show? Right, yes. <laughs> Subject, really. Bubba, 
<laughs> Bubba, it was just sad to hear you give Biden a pass on what's going on in the Middle East. <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> Bubba, he's the top guy, so the buck stops there. Oh Giving him a pass does no wood, <laughs> no one any good. <laughs> Dang you, Bubba. You were soft on Biden. Uh, I tell you what, you threw him a softball. wrong with people. Yesterday morning for the first hour? You or, ripped him a new were you, one. Were you with us? My goodness. With us? Bubba, I heard the word idiot, idiotic. Moron. Stupidity. Moron. Asinine. Right. I heard you uh, bought one of Hunter Biden's paintings. <laughs> you know, I, and I, I put back, and I tried to answer it, and then I said, well, you're joking, right? Come on. You're good joking, one. Right? That's a good one. Hey, thanks. That's a good one. Uh, funny. But I wonder, I mean, no, I, y'all, y'all, are y'all on the right testing, station testing. Check, check one, check two, check. I, I, I don't know. But anyway, I, I just wanted to share with you, that was just a little sample of some of the stuff we get every day. Bubba, thank you for the update from... The Information Is it me, Rick? Am I missing Bubba, something? I got one that said we said that Kay Ivey was running on a post. Yeah. <laughs> well, we followed that up yesterday, didn't we? Uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks for the email on that, by the way. Oh, She my may goodness. be. No. <laughs> <laughs> start that, Greg. <laughs> Some of the and stuff. It, and it led into flat earthers. That's what was so crazy. Did you realize we went down that road that. yesterday and it All ended right. at flat earth? How about that? Gino's you know, one of my favorite topics. Oh, oh yes. Great. I wish you'd have seen Bubba's face when I was letting him hear from the from the horse's mouth. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's all, oh, wow. that's all what, I needed. What, Thank you. Watching his face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I told you this. I ended a, I ended a, uh, a friendship over Flat Earth. <laughs> Is it worth that? You start that. I did. I know, but. Well, no, you didn't. They did. Right. What I'm saying is, you know, I, the team that we needed to cut down the roster anyway, and uh, and so uh, can, can I tell you too? He was on the fringe. When, right. Look, we we've it's always it's said it's you need to be stop. critical thinkers on stuff, <laughs> but there's a point where the jury's in, and you yeah, have yeah. to keep rethinking it. Right. And and I love the hey hey you up for a test? You on test on it? Test you on child test? You probably believing in fish eye lens, don't you? <laughs> No, I tell you what I believe in is people who I know personally who have been on the International Space Station and commanded it. And uh, from mm-hmm. my own firsthand experience mm-hmm. dealing with satellites in orbit, I just am not – I really don't think that mm-hmm. one's worth debating hey, anymore. Baby, hey, Yes, yesterday you're soft on Biden. You think you think everybody got the vaccine? The moralist and and uh, and how Mama about June's fine. That's right. And, let, uh, let me thank you. Let me see. I always let that. Let me let me touch on this vaccine thing again. If I was anti-vax, I would not have set up an arrangement for Greg and my wife and her mom all to be vaccinated. Would have done it if I was anti-vax. Right. So I would have laid in front of. Our good friend Eddie Van Adler before he went to do yeah. it. didn't do it. You know why? I'm not anti-vax. I'm not anti-vax. I will say about Biden. You a little soft on Biden. <laughs> a little soft on the press. How about this? I will say though, I've noticed Adler. Have you noticed this too? That me, you, Helms, uh, Bubba, and Speedy were all in no man's land. The people with natural antibodies, and apparently, if you took the Johnson and Johnson vaccine, everybody's acting like we don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to the Radio Revolution. Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour. Let's go. I don't know what's going to happen to you, baby, but I do know that I love you. Speedy, the real Greg 
Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all in the mix and ready to go for a brand new hour. Thank you for being with us. Somebody say, have you shopped the Rick and Bubba store? Like, go there. A lot of great items, a lot of on sale items. Get your Rick and Bubba swag. Get all of our grilling utensils uh, so you, somebody knows you mean business. Uh, whatever Rick and Bubba product, there's some cool ones there. Grab them uh, and enjoy those. Go into the beach. If you've got a Rick and Bubba beach towel, we got them. Uh, welcome back for a brand new hour. Bill Bubba Bussing. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for joining the little party we call Rick and Bubba. Uh, yep, old Bubba the sellout. Yep, yep. Good yep, to see you. Yep. Jerry. At it again. Jerry in Piedmont. <laughs> hey, Jerry. Welcome now to- I'm pushing vax on people. You know? <laughs> hey, Jerry. How you doing, buddy? Hey, guys. Listen, I just want to say I don't understand those emails. I have personally heard you guys, all of you in there in agreement that somebody that's higher risk should take the shot. I don't understand that. And and I'd also like like to ask Bubba exactly where he found those pictures of Brittany. <laughs> what now? Where did I find it? He wants to know. Well, I guess he's looking for them. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's uh, there's several stories out today. Yeah. So all you got to do is Google it. Yeah. You'll get all you want. Well, th- and the story we have just has a headline, I, and I, I didn't turn to the page. I hope there's no pictures, but uh, I, <laughs> not, not in the printout. You no. can you can still have the story and not have the picture. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you, you have to be careful though, uh, Bubba. Um, I know this is kind of your world. I, I've never really followed it. Not this Naomi Osaka thing. Yes, uh, yes. Are you the young tennis uh, yeah. uh, person? The person. she she she's the female who earned more money uh, in athletics than any any female in the world last year. So and probably mm-hmm. would would have done it again this year. So we have a, a video here. She I was, mean she pulled down some serious change too. She she exited. Um, the French Open because she didn't want to do the interviews. That is required of the players. So she said, I ain't going to do that. Then she came back. She competed in the Olympics. She got beat in like the third round. Uh, she was second in the world. Should have been first if she hadn't dropped out of the French. Um, got beat by the girl who's like 42nd in the world. And uh, she's being interviewed now. She, she, she just does not like these interviews at all. And the interviewee had a question for her, and I don't know if his tone was a little mean or what, but she she couldn't deal with it. All right, here it is. Something I needed to do for myself. Um, And more than anything, like, I felt like I holed up in my house for a couple weeks, and I was a little bit embarrassed to go out because I didn't know if people were looking at me in a different way um, than they usually did before. But I think the biggest eye-opener was going to the Olympics and having other athletes come up to me and say that they were really glad that I did what I did. So um, after all that, um, yeah, I'm, I'm proud of what I did, and I think that it was something that needed to be done. Yeah. Hopefully it's okay if I ask a couple of tennis questions. Um, the first one is just uh, uh, how the training has been and how your preparation has been for the, for the summer hard court swing. And the second one is just related to your tweet over the weekend, uh, related to what's going on in Haiti, um, and uh, and yeah, um, just what your reaction is to the news there. Thank you. Um, no, you're super good. So she's crying because she. That wasn't even a, a harsh question. What was that? Okay, I think we're just going to take a quick break. Just uh, we'll be back in one moment. 
Bubba, I mean, she, you, she you didn't hear it was a, it was a, a male reporter that had asked her a question prior to that. Sorry, that that the male question was a couple minutes prior yeah. to the breakdown. Sorry about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, he, he he essentially here's what happened. So he asked. He basically said. Hey, uh, Naomi, and he handled it very well, the way he asked the question. It was not mean. It was not with a certain tone. He simply said, I I see you doing things outside of tennis, and you you seem to manage those areas pretty well. Because you do interviews. Because you do interviews. And he said, you're not – I don't know the exact verbiage that he used, but he just said, you know, I I understand you don't like this kind of format with this media. At first – she sat there, she started to answer, and she stopped, and she said, I'm sorry, I'm trying to think. And then she, the lady tries to bail her out and says, let's take a break and or let's move on to the next question. And, and she goes, no, 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 I'm intrigued with this, and I want to talk through this or whatever. And so that's what that's when you get into this other stuff. Uh, the next That's why that lady said, can we talk about a tennis question? Mm. Because – he he's the one that upset her with the question just about manager's schedule and time and in regards to you're doing these interviews with other things why is it so hard for a tennis now he didn't say it like that but that's what he meant mm-hmm. and she just didn't like the question and I, I think I, heard her poor feelings mm-hmm. yeah good night yeah <laughs> what'd you say no, he, here it is this might be it that like point of view he's so already, if you could repeat that that'd be awesome uh, the question was that you're not especially fond of, of dealing with the media, especially in this format. You have suggested there are better ways to do it, that we'd like to try to explore that. Uh, my, my question, I guess, was you also have outside interests beyond tennis that, that are served by having... He, he, he said, my bad. Uh, so so he, essentially, that's he asked the question over again. He'd ask it already. and the She lady asked for it to be repeated. Repeated. Yeah. She was like, I'm intrigued with this, uh, you know, that, and trying to be sharp. And then when he asked that, again, she, I don't know, she just broke down. It's weird. Yeah, because she, she's involved in other things, and she does interviews with those things that she's doing. A lot of it is uh, uh, helping other people, which is positive things, and she does interviews with that. And he basically was saying, why is the tennis interview so much more difficult? That's exactly. And she had just said that in her next tournament, she's going to donate her winnings to the her, uh, to the Haiti the, to the Haiti folks from the earthquake, the victims of that. Actually, her dad is from Haiti. Yeah. So she has a tie to that, which is great. Uh, great story. I, and, you know, you heard his tone there. I didn't think he was being uh I thought it was aggressive. a very good question, yeah. actually. Yeah. I I'll tell you what, if I'm waiting on a check from her in Haiti, I wouldn't count on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that one's ever going to get there. <laughs> she has to play, actually, to get the check, yeah. right? Yeah. And she's been <laughs> such a success story. Yeah. Um, it, it, with her age being uh, part Japanese and, and actually, you know, that's where she claims her heritage is Japanese, even mm-hmm. though she's, she's not completely. Um, and, and it's, I, I don't know. It's just been one of the most bizarre things. She just can't handle a question. Well, and, and she said, I don't, you know, or a couple of weeks ago when she did pull out of the French, she started talking about how she doesn't like the media. She doesn't like being in front of people. She doesn't like being the center of attention and these type of things. Well, then, and, and I get that she did all this prior to, but then she's on the cover of the swimsuit issue. For somebody that don't like attention, you're on the swimsuit uh, yeah, cover that, edition. Now, I, I realize that all that 
was prior to her making this big statement. But she could have called Sports Illustrated. I don't know what kind of contract. Or at least come out and make a statement about that. She yeah. waited. But here's the other thing. She had a Netflix documentary came out just a couple weeks ago, and it's about her life, and it's about a lot of this. And it's like you, you're you looking as if somebody that starved for attention. Not not this I don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah. It's really strange. Well, if you don't lose to a couple I'm more people she, rated in the four, 40s and 50s, you don't have to worry about I'm it. I'm going to tell you what's going on with her, and, and this may hurt some feelings, but it is what it is. She is the female Kaepernick. She is dating this rapper, just like with Kaepernick. He was he was dating that chick that was a civil rights person Bill. and brought him all into this. He didn't want to be, really. Well, this is going on with with her too. She has she has gone over on this side with this guy, this rapper, and he's brought her into all this stuff that she has no business being in. It, it at least in her public, she can do that on the side. Sure. but don't bring it into what. But you're she doing. didn't really have a passion for it before. No, what, she what, didn't. What, what? He's weird too. But she's not out there for any causes. Yeah, she is too. She's she a lot of the Black Lives Matter stuff that he's a part of. Well, I saw her wearing her headbands, wearing masks, and all this, and 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 I but don't that know hadn't which been big what tournament. the questions are about. Most of them have been tennis questions. No, I know, I know. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Maybe you just not that was your boyfriend, that by the way, life. that you were seeing. What there. was it? Let's that was your boyfriend. It's um, mm. it's bizarre. She seems so sweet and so genuine, yeah. and then you have these meltdowns. And she's not very stable at all. Let's just call it. Just answer the question. Yeah. Ricky Williams called. Yeah. Uh, hey, <laughs> great example. Maybe she needs to sit there with sunglasses. It's not answered. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big as the number. Thank you for being with us as uh, we make our way forward. Uh, phone calls coming in. Uh, you can be part of it at eight six six. We be big. And Sherry is standing by. Sherry, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you today? I'm good. How are y'all? Fantastic. We're great. We're great. Hope you're good. I'm fine, <clears throat> but I'm a little distressed over y'all's attitude about mental health issues. Um, well, now let's be let's you know be clear, I y'all. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. been listening for over 20 years, okay. but y'all need to stop talking about people who have mental health issues that you obviously have no understanding. First of all, so. Sherry, let me ask you this. Why, what makes you think I don't have any understanding about mental health issues? As if I've just lived my whole life, I've never had any family members that dealt with it, never had any friends that dealt with it, never had people I've counseled. Well, who de- where, where do, where do you Lord come to that conclusion? That hasn't happened. Hey, Sherry. What? Sherry, I'm going to tell you yeah. that I'm very familiar with mental health issues, so your assumption on that is wrong. So what's the next part? Well, I'm very sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. Don't make assumptions. But I hope you don't treat your family members who have those problems the way y'all talk about Naomi Osaka and Simone Biles. That's the two that have upset me the most recently. Be specific y'all about what we've said. Of, no, no, we have not. Please. We haven't made fun of them. I, I, I even said that I know the things that Simone Biles have been through have been traumatic. And uh, and did, and said I'm not trying to make light of that, but what I'm talking about is I know a lot of people who have been through traumatic things 
that persevere. They they do what they are called to do. Or if they can't do it, then they don't enter into that arena. And first of all, when did you come to the diagnosis that these two women have been have been diagnosed as having mental illness? People can have symptoms of mental illness. Have they been Anything? diagnosed as having mental illness? Yes or no? I don't know. Okay, then. Naomi has. But you just called up here and accused yeah. us of, of, of being insensitive to people who have mental health issues, and you don't even know if they have them. Sherry, too, we we pointed out with Simone Biles, there is a little bit uh, a difference when you're flying through the air. Uh, you know, you're yes, 10, 12 foot off. Sherry, 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 day. let me talk. Potter down, Rick. I'm going to talk. Sure, you got to uh, have a Sherry, conversation. Yeah, we let you talk, and we just let you have the floor, and then when we're going to talk, you have to show us that same uh, courtesy. That's all I'm asking Especially for. if you're accusing us of something so heinous. With Simone Biles. We don't like the fact that she was the leader of the Olympic gymnast team and went and then decided to take herself out. But there is an exception there in that what she does is very dangerous. She's flying through the air. She's 12 foot off the ground, spinning and turning. And if she's got the yelps, maybe she does need to take herself out. We even acknowledge that. Now, with Osaka, if you are going to compete at the highest level in the tennis world, and if you're going to be the highest paid female in the world, you know that meeting the public and the press is part of that. That is part of that game. And if it disturbs you that much, you probably don't need to be in that job. That, I mean, that's simple. That's not being mean. That's just being honest. Cherry, it's your there? turn. Yeah, it's your turn. Okay, I didn't know if I was released or not yeah when, um, when bubba stopped talking or if i stop talking then you can and then we'll stop when you stop okay thank you um i just know that there are exceptions and people give a benefit of the doubt and a pass to people for other quote disabilities but it's hard to explain why one person's question to Naomi might be fine and the next one might trigger something that she doesn't understand even. So we obviously can't. I just wish y'all would cut people who have these issues some slack and not be so critical of how they react when it's something they can't help. I think it would be a good idea to maybe have a podcast sometime with someone who is an expert in mental health issues and talk about some of this. I will say this, Sherry. I do think maybe that you're lumping these women in to things that are, are much more serious. I think you're making some assumptions. You, you, the thing you have to look at in our society right now, too, is we are getting to the point. Now, I'm not saying these two ladies are in this situation, and I don't know of any diagnosis they've had that they're mentally ill. But if, if you look into today's society, we are changing the landscape to where, for some reason, it's become, it's become desired to be a victim and to celebrate being a victim and to celebrate you know that I'm I'm in I'm I'm in the middle of some sort of of, of struggle and 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 you know I, instead of you know pushing through it and trying to overcome it 
the the thing to do now is just. Oh, to, I agree it, with yeah, that in lots yeah, of situations. Yeah, and so what I don't know is whether this situation is that, and I have allowed and said, and if it's not, understand or not, and I don't think you know it either. So to give them a blanket pass, I think is wrong, and to be overly critical is probably wrong. And what we've tried to do is balance the both. And, and the, Sherry, both if you think about it too, these are people. And again, I'm going to take Simone Biles out of that because I think there is some exception for the danger of what she's doing, but. With Osaka, we haven't bust in her house and sitting there laughing at her, making fun of her. She's the one that has put her on this stage. She is the one that knew that that celebrity and making $60, $70 million a year comes with doing interviews. We didn't make the rules up. And, And honestly, if it's that disturbing to her, she needs to quit and do something else. And, and She's I, got plenty of money. She's set for life. And I think Helmsy made a good point. I don't really understand if I was trying to take attention away from myself and I just wanted to play tennis, I'm probably not on the Sports Illustrated cover in a bathing suit. I'm probably not. I'm trying to minimize the attention I'm drawing to myself if it is a struggle for me. I mean, that just makes sense to me. I, I understand her saying, look, I just want to play tennis. Well, then just play tennis. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, and, and if it's, can I say it, one it, more thing? Right. Yes. Pardon? I just hope that the kind of attitude it sounds like y'all have about her doesn't carry over to people in everyday life who have, you don't have to be diagnosed as mentally ill to have mental health issues. And, be careful about how you make light of things that people can't help and may not know are going to be a problem when they start out doing something. Well, and it I would later. right, and I hear what you're saying, and I would also, on your point, don't be overly sensitive and assume that we have no experience with this whatsoever because and, and, we do. Yeah, and keep in mind these are not the first two public figures that had mental illness or mental symptoms. To yeah. There's been a lot of other ones who who worked through. Yep. Bottom of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is Jack Nicholson. Guess what? You're listening to the two sexiest fat men in radio. Rick and Bubba. I myself will call them Richard and Bubsy, but that's another story. It is 35 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. You can reach us at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Your phone call's coming in now. Uh, I do want to, uh, before we, we talk to you, and Greg, I talked about this yesterday when you were away, uh, the Helix mattress that you and uh, Lisa have. Yeah, I mean, yeah. y'all, y'all loving it now. We do. Lisa can't quit talking about it. She's I know. all about it, too. She likes right? to snuggle up with her, man. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but <laughs> she loves that Helix mattress. I'll tell you that. I wish I was, could see her face right oh, now. Oh, she'd be so <laughs> embarrassed. <laughs> uh-huh. I like to snuggle up in my Helix. But I'm the same way. I mean, yeah. like, it makes it tougher to get up every day. I've told you that a thousand yeah, times. It does. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you sleep better. And uh, if you go to rickandbubba.com, you'll see the link there. But go to, uh, directly, if you if you will, to Helix. Sleep.com slash Bubba. Great company from North Carolina. This is the same bunch that brought us all for them, you know, the furniture that they ship. This is uh, this is their mattress, and it is, uh, you know, it, it, it's customized to you. They'll ask you how you sleep. 
Uh, you sleep on your back, your stomach, your side. Uh, also, they'll ask you what, what type of firmness you want, soft, medium, uh, hard. And then they, they send you a mattress designed the way you sleep, and you will love it. you got got 100 nights to sleep on it. If you don't love it, you can you can send it back and, and get a full refund. Uh, we'll save you a, an additional $200 if you go to helixsleep.com slash Bubba, uh, and you can get a truly amazing sleep with helixsleep.com slash Bubba. And I, I told you that link's at rickandbubba.com, too. Under the sponsors, you can join us eight six six. We be big. We'd love to speak with you right now. To Rockford, we go. Eric is standing by. Eric, welcome to Rick and Bo. Hello, Eric. Hi, fellas. Hey, buddy. Um, I want to respond to the lady that y'all had on last segment. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm a veteran. I'm a veteran. I've got TBI and PTSD. Yes. All right. Y'all have never been disrespectful to anybody with any kind of mental illness at any time that I know of. Uh, talking about the Simone Biles and the other girl, I listen to y'all every day. Y'all have not said anything out of the way. Y'all have not said anything that was uh, disrespectful to either one of them. I didn't think so either. I, I thought there was some hypersensitivity, and I think what it is now we've gotten into the point, and, and obviously, you know, Sherry probably has some things in her family and her life that make her sensitive about it, and I, I certainly acknowledge that and and want to be sensitive to that too. And uh, but I think sometimes you you almost have to kind of leave that arena too, because uh, you know we can go inside this room and talk about all the different traumas that we've all been through, the traumas you've been through, sir. Uh, you know, and and there, hey, we we can we could write uh, a, a library of books on on trauma that we've all been through, and people we love have been through, and and uh, certainly can have an impact on you. Certainly, mental illness. There's none of us here that have been touched by it in some way. We know that it's real. We know that it's difficult. Our mental health. Uh, sit, uh, um, you know, hopefully, we're doing better with that as a, a country. Some of the things we've done in the past were horrible, but the problem is, is now that we're treating any difficulty. We're using phrases like mentally ill. Well, no, maybe not Not necessarily. It may be that, you know, people have difficulty, uh, like I think we all have. I, I, I know that I was telling the guys, uh, my wife uh, doesn't, have, doesn't have an easy time public speaking. Uh, but she, uh, for her to prepare for something and me prepared for something is completely different. But she overcomes it because she knows she's been called to do it and, uh, and does it and doesn't do it as often as I because it's harder for her, and, and she, she, she would prefer to write. But that doesn't mean that she, she can't do it. And, uh, and I think what's happening now is that when we face something that's difficult, there's a big difference in I have difficulty with something and I'm mentally ill. And, and I, think, I, I, I think it's unfair to assume if somebody has difficulty with something that means they're mentally ill. Uh, and I think that goes back to a lot of things we're doing wrong. That may be disrespectful to people who are truly mentally ill, uh, but there are times that just because you have difficulty with something, you need to be encouraged to overcome it or don't do it. Uh, you know, and and so that we're we're getting to a point now where we're it's like what you went through, sir, serving us in the military. The the men and who stormed the beach at Normandy. We're almost getting to the point now where if something is too difficult for you, we just say, well, don't worry about it. Uh, it's like we we it's not fair to ask anybody to persevere. It's not fair to ask anybody to cope. It's not fair to ask anybody to overcome difficulty. We should just all realize it's just too difficult, 
and 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 they should walk away from it. And we should applaud them from walking away from it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I th- I don't think that's the same thing as mental illness. And that was where I respectfully disagree. And I don't think we've been mean about it because we've we've tried to present it in that same way. But we can't move into a society that every time something's difficult for me, I quit. Uh, and then everybody applauds me for quitting. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes it, the, a great way to serve somebody is to come alongside them and teach them how to overcome it mm-hmm. and talk about how you overcame something. We've all got stuff we have to overcome. And it's difficult to say, well, the minute somebody mentions that, you, you, there's nothing you can't be against it or you can't ask any questions. Uh, I think that's a discredit uh, because we got people one day it's going to have to be somebody's daddy, somebody's mama. Uh, they're going to have to be the adults that run the, in this country and take on responsibility of difficulty. Um, and these two young ladies certainly have a tough time, and, uh, and, and if they do, uh, I hope they can work through it. Uh, but just like you know, I know that personally in our life, I don't pretend because I've been through trauma that I have the corner market on suffering and difficulty. You know, We all got stuff, and nobody's got the corner market on it. And, uh, and, and having to persevere through something that's hard for you to persevere through. I got things that, that are not, that are more difficult for me than they are from other people. Uh, I've got, you know, we talked about this. We have members of our families that things are difficult for them that aren't difficult for other people, but they didn't just say, well, it's so difficult. I guess I just won't do it. Yeah. Uh, you work through it. Uh, let's go to, uh, Jeremiah out of Birmingham, Alabama. Jeremiah, welcome to the Rick and Bubba show. Hey, hey guys. Um, hey Rick, the other day I uh, I saw you. I'm a pastor out out McCullough, but I saw you at a Nova Coffee counseling a young man, a young African American, um, and I believe his name was Sean. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I just wanted to to first of all, with on kind of the heels of what Sher- Sherry said and everything, um, being a pastor and doing counseling myself, um, I think it's important to recognize. I, I was touched to see you. Um, you know, counseling a young man after I know you get up very early on those days to do this show, and yet you were taking time out to do that. And I think it's important to to recognize um, for people, for listeners to recognize that um, just to seeing you going through the book that you, a well-known book that you were going through with this young man and mentoring him and discipling him, um, it's important to recognize that, yeah, you, you do have um, you and Pro- I'm assuming Bubba is the same way. D- does have a lot of experience when it comes yeah. to understanding people's mental state and where they are health wise, and to not for for people not to just discredit that. I guess. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. It's uh, you know it's an honor. It's one of those things. You know, sometimes um, I think back to I don't know if you ever read the the uh, the book The Insanity of God. Um, yeah. So you have, do you remember the moment where the guy who didn't have the background that his wife had, where she grew up in the church and her family all been missionaries and she knew all about it and he had never been raised in the church. He was dropped off there as a babysitter. And on on Easter, uh, he, he heard the gospel and he's like, why is everybody here not going crazy? This is the greatest thing I've ever heard. So he, he repents and, and, and submits to the authority of Christ. Well, he shows up at the international mission board and they ask the wife, why are you going into the mission field? Well, she gives her whole resume. And then they asked him, he said, because the Bible said to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, <laughs> yeah. so, so that's kind of the mm-hmm. way that, you know, older men are supposed to be mentoring younger men. Uh, we're supposed to be making disciples. That's what we're told to do. Uh, so that's not burdensome, but to your point, it does mean that you face, you get into people's life, and they have to allow you to, to speak into their life. Mm-hmm. 
and people speak into my life. But you know what that means? We see a lot of difficulty. If you've ever done any kind of ministry, you've ever uh, led a life group or Sunday school class, whatever you call it, uh, certainly with the things that we're doing with men's ministry, you, you, you get in a lot of difficult messes, and you do get an opportunity to work with people and work through it. Uh, and um, so, you're, yeah, you're right. But, you know, it's really no more well, complicated. As, as a listener, as a fan of your show, I just wanted to, to point out that that's behind-the-scenes stuff yeah. that people aren't seeing it every day in your everyday time that, that I just happened to stumble across that day. Um, and, and so when, I guess when a caller says, basically calls and says, says you're being so dogmatic about something that that really <laughs> isn't the case. And this is something behind the scenes that I saw just walking through a call. Well, well, I just wanted to point that out. Well, thanks. So. And, 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 and it's an honor. And that this, this young man is helping me in my life too. It's working both ways, but, um, and we're brothers in Christ, you know, trying to be the men that only God can make us. But, but thank you for that because, yeah, you know, don't assume that we don't get our hands dirty, and, and it's not things that we need to come on the air and trumpet and march around and say, look at all this. But this assumption that we make about people, you don't know what what anybody's life's really like. So don't start off when you're trying to say something with something accusatory, because somebody may have more of an idea what they're talking about than you have any idea. But uh, but you're certainly free to, to criticize, though. No problem with that. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba show. Phone troll. Anything you want to talk about, let go. Long distance directory assistance. Every quote two on two. Say, hey, hey, mama, this is Mr. Rhythm Man Blue. He said hello and put me on hold. To say the least, the cat was coming. Oh, that's a dandy. All right, so there's, uh, there's lines available um, for you, 866-WE-BE-BIG. And uh, so you can Ray, get it. I just got to share this. Lay, that's good. And I don't know who sent it here. Golly, it's Joey, good. Joey, this is funny. That's <clears> so good. We have a picture of the Taliban in the presidential palace, which we've all seen. They're there, and they got all the garb on. They got their guns, and one of them is standing there holding a sign that says "We want Bama." <laughs> that is hilarious. That is fantastic. I mean, let's face it; they're two and zero against the big ones. Oh that gosh, funny. that's good. Of course, that leads me over to Babylon B. You ready for some dandies over here? Biden demands whoever the president is to take full responsibility for this mess. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good That's one. That's a good one, too. Taliban yeah. enjoys deep belly laugh over diversity training materials left behind by the U.S. military. Yeah, I bet they have. I bet Golly, they have. That's a good one. Uh, uh, health officials warn of a mysterious infertility crisis among trans women. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. So think, think about this too. The Taliban ha- have has defeated the Soviet Union in a ten year ground war and has now basically run the U.S. out after twenty years. Mm. Oh, wow. Or took over after we left. I mean, but still, it looks like they're yeah. two and zero oh if you just keep in score. That's incredible if you think about it. With no air force, none. Uh, all right. So. Um, wow. Oh gosh, that's uh, funny. That, but they what, they have a lot of Toyota picture, trucks. They do, and uh, a lot of propel rocket uh, propel like grenades. Shoulder launch. Can I tell you something? That that picture slayed me. Did you see the slayed one me. where they were taking over somewhere, 
and they had a guy on the ground, and a couple of them are holding uh, AR. Uh, 47s on him, and one guy's holding a rocket, a shoulder launch rocket propelled grenade at him, like he's going to shoot him with that if yeah. he doesn't act right. Does he realize that'll blow the whole crowd up? Oh man, you know yeah. that, that's a genius right there. Uh, all right, so to the phones we go. It's it's real good. South Carolina, Matt, standing by. Matt, thirty seconds, brother, go right ahead. I hold in my hand a brand new autographed copy of the United for Victory devotional. Good. I just want to tell you guys. Thank you guys a million, and anybody out there that's been on the fence about this, grab it. You will not be disappointed. Love you guys. Thank La- you so yeah, much. Look, Lance Ingram put a ton of work mm-hmm. into that. If, you, if you've ever tried to get 42 men no. to turn in 42 different devotionals on 42 different topics, I bet he'll never take that out. I know how many times he called me, so if you multiply that uh, by 42, oh, he said He said it was unbelievable. He said, you know how men really get around to stuff. <laughs> hey, how, how about it took him three and years? And they ain't busy. They hey, ain't got a thing to do. Hey, you know? took him three years. Oh, no. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to Leon in Nashville. Leon, Leon wears his wound like a crown. Leon, go ahead, buddy. Hey guys, how y'all doing? Good, Great, good. Hey, listen, I got a Rick and Bubba sticker on the back of one of my cars and the other day. My wife was leaving work in that car, and the guy blocked her and jumped out of the van and said, "Hey, I love Rick and Bubba. I've been on the show and actually been on a segment. Well, I've been there three times, guys, and haven't been on a segment. So I need y'all to line that up." Okay. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> That's funny. Uh, let's go to Earl out of Alabaster listening to ZZK. Earl, go ahead. Hey, guys. Uh, just a quick note on about the mental health, mental awareness. If I'm being a, I'm being a coach and I have three grandsons that are playing sports, if they had that same attitude playing sports, we'd never have a quarterback that ever started because they don't think the quarterback's got pressure. It starts in a little little ones with that and goes all the way through pros, I don't know anybody's under more pressure. Or you come take a picture, it's in the ninth inning trying to get a closer. Get get Todd Jones on there and see if he was ever under pressure. Yeah. He's doing that pitch in the World Series. I mean, you've got to teach him sometimes. Just like I taught my grandkids, my grandsons, you're going to start, you're going to finish it. You're not going to quit. It's not an option. You're going to keep going because you can do it. Now, this thing that this lady's coming up with, that's that's the chicken side of America. I don't believe in that one bit. And I don't appreciate her calling up and chastising you because I've listened to it. I didn't hear you say anything derogatory. Yeah, I, I didn't think we did. But in, in all fairness, though, it, it is different, and I acknowledge that, to have true mental illness and to just have a difficult time with something. And and we do need – there. Are, those are two different things, but I think we're too quick sometimes to call something – mental illness when maybe it's just the difficulties of life that you talked about that people have to learn to overcome. Yeah. And and I'm certainly not a doctor to know mm-hmm. which one it is, right. but it, but it's okay to say that it's not always, you know, there, there needs to be some diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Uh, people have difficulty doing things of all types of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, we continue, uh, Michael in Birmingham, Michael, go ahead. Hey, yes, sir. Uh, green acres. I was just calling up about the, uh, um, the picture of the Afghan leaders in the uh, excuse me, the Taliban leaders in the Afghan office, most of them are holding M4 American rifles. Some of them do have the AKs, but a lot of them are holding the M4. They've got our guns and everything. 
Yeah, the ones we paid for. It's well, just, yeah, it's really a sweet situation. If you, out, you if you outfit the Afghan army and then they lay them on the ground and run away from them, they'll take them. Yeah, uh, yeah, they yeah. sure will. <laughs> I mean, would you? The, uh, <laughs> right there. the the other footage you need to to see today because you you have to find some comedy in this disaster is the Taliban at the amusement park uh, where they're all riding the bumper cars and the Ferris wheel. Need to see that. I bet no women get to ride. Doesn't look like it. There it is. <clears throat> there it is. They're packed in those bumper cars, buddy. Just, they're having time to lie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, can't <laughs> believe it. Uh, <laughs> oh, go ahead, Rick. Jason, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Yeah, go uh, ahead. Look right there. Look. Oh, my goodness. Hold hey, your Jason. guns. <laughs> Jason, go ahead. Good night, buddy. Hey, guys. Good morning. Hey. I guess the Toyota trucks got old. All right, go ahead. <laughs> hey, just wanted to wish my wonderful, awesome, Jesus-loving wife, Mia, a happy 25th anniversary. All right. What? Happy anniversary, baby! I got you on my mind. Uh, to uh, to Gar- Garrett 25. in Montgomery, I ninety two. Garrett, go ahead. Good one. Please look. Hey, hey I was gonna say, well, you see all those Taliban people uh, running around, you know, taking selfies with their little cute little guns. Why don't all of y'all take a, a selfie of, of y'all holding y'all's guns? And we can compare who has the best ones and who can actually use them. Roll Tide! <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, have you seen the AP poll today? he just like the rest of them, bam, at the top. Mm-hmm. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Hey, no, nobody, and Rick, nobody saw it coming. That's yeah. What a shocker. Well, no, what you, what, you know, didn't believe think, Nobody thought we could do it. The fun I had. The fun, <laughs> the fun no, I everybody had. everybody expected you to. Every that, single person. It's one of my favorite things about our state. <clears throat> Alabama has won how many national championships? A bunch. And in every Thousand. single one of them, they always say, nobody thought we could do it. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you're incorrect. Everybody expect they're, they're 92, I'll give you that one. That one, nobody saw that one coming. You know, but, yeah, true. <laughs> but, but most of them, everybody saw coming. Uh, that's why you're ranked number one in just about every poll all in the last. And deservingly. And, and, and deservingly. And deservingly so. But no one's surprised when Bama wins another one. Every day. Top of the hour. Thank you for being with us. I uh, hope you have an outstanding day if you're leaving us. If you're going to be keep grabbing some Rick and Bubba content, then have at it. Rick, how do I get all the content that I miss live? Find it at rickandbubba.com. You'll see it all right there. All the different places you can go. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.